Welcome to Fiction to Function. I'm Sean Melton. I'm Seth Melton. I'm Skylar Melton. I'm Caleb Rutherford. We're uh, taking a break from what I decided about 14 hours ago I would start calling uh, films and, and friends. Oh, Is that all right? Yeah, I like that. Sure. Yeah. I, I've, I've, we've worked through, I think that this is going to be like our 14th episode and something something like that. And uh, we've, a name has escaped me this long and I'm sorry to anybody who's heard me complain about this every time, but every time I'm staring down the barrel of this microphone, I realize that as much homework as I've done on whatever uh, subject we're discussing, I've done absolutely zero on like the uh, practical elements such as na naming a title. So... Uh, films and fiction, we're going to call it. We're taking a break from that because um, I don't know if, if you've heard yet, but Avengers Endgame just came out. And uh, it's like currently, right now, we're recording this the weekend that it's been released. Um, and it's nearing a billion dollars worldwide. That's, I think, what we're looking at, so which is wild. So it'll probably break <clears throat> even uh, over its opening weekend, which is just wild. Um, yeah. but we, we've, we've all kind of been reflective on our experience with the MCU over the last 11 years, and we really want to take some time to explore that. Now, I want to say at the very beginning of this, uh, there's not going to be any spoilers for Endgame, and with that, uh, to kind of start us off, um, to give you all a frame of reference, first of all, uh, if you've listened to our Hellboy episode, you know Skylar, who's our youngest brother. And Caleb is the cousin that you've probably heard us talk about, primarily me talk about. Like, I, I watch Signs with Caleb, but when I'm saying my cousin, it's usually Caleb in this instance. Hi, Caleb. Hello. <laughs> um, Caleb is... You are... I'm trying to figure out how much younger you are than me. I think 11 years? Let's see. I'm 19. 19? Okay. So I am... 31, 12 years older than mm -hmm. you. I'm 12 years older than you. Okay. So, uh, and Skylar is 10 years younger than me. And so something that was really interesting to me in the conversations we've been all, we've all been having because we all saw Avengers together. I mean, there mm -hmm. was like a whole uh, crew of us. Um, unfortunately, two of our siblings were not able to make it, which was very sad. One because of a, a miscommunication and one because he's in Hawaii. But it was really a big deal for us um, and uh, in our family. Um, I remember actually we were talking with Caleb. Uh, I don't know if I told you this yet or not, Seth, but Skylar and Caleb were um, FaceTiming Robert, our cousin Robert and our cousin Casey, talking to them about it. And so this has been such a big deal to us. And in yeah. our family, there's kind of these two groups of cousins. There's the older ones, and then there's this like weird gap, and then there's these younger siblings. These, mm -hmm. Sorry, these younger cousins. And I think it was really interesting to explore these films through the eyes of both uh, both of these age groups. Mm -hmm. So with that, um, How Caleb, do you mean? yeah, I'm trying to, yeah, exactly. I'm trying to figure out the best way to, to introduce people to you because I don't want to spend too much time on that. Um, but because you're not that important, exactly. <laughs> Absolutely. No, no, because I want to really focus on the MCU. There's a lot. I mean, there's like you know twenty something films to cover in this. So with that. Uh, let's start with, with this because with fiction and, and storytelling uh, we usually talk about how that has been important to the individual and uh, in the case of this I think it kind of works in both cases because this has been something that has been very important to you yes? yes okay do you want to expand on sure. that at all? 
uh, yeah, it's Marvel. I mean, Marvel, DC, comics in general. They've, they've like always been something that have been there. Right. Like it's it's always been. I remember being young, and being it in our uncle's house. Yeah. And like the Iron Man show was on, like the cartoon. Right. And I was like, I'm not too into this. I don't like the dragon and stuff. Like I, I didn't like. I didn't, I didn't particularly like it, but I was like, I remember I watched it. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, and I, I always like playing with everybody's like Marvel toys that they had and all that stuff. So it's always been. It's always been around, right? Mm-hmm. And it's been I, I just grew into it. Like it, 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 it almost wasn't even an option to not be interested in it right. because yeah. it was. It's just Surrounding came naturally. You. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. How has that helped you in life? Do you feel like it has? And it sounds so funny because I think it. it I think I could. I, I, I someone could totally listen to this and think it was a joke. But the truth is, I know that this stuff. I know how important this has been to me. Um, it impacts you deeply, yeah. Yeah, it, it really does. And and so for you, what role did all of that play in your development, in your assessment? It's interesting because I, I think for so many years it was just like, oh, this is cool. You know, like right. I like I like the characters. The characters are cool. I like seeing them do cool things. And it wasn't until probably somewhat recently that I've high been, school yeah like in high school that I really was like oh like these characters like I can relate to Spider-Man you mm-hmm. know I can like these characters actually mean something to me more than just like they're cool and they have cool outfits yeah but, um but it's it, it's always it, it's always it, it's interesting how it went from just an interest from like yeah this is cool to actually being able to apply things to my life right like even in even like recently i watched dr strange right and you know the ancient one and that says uh we don't something along the lines of like we don't we can't defeat our demons we just learn to live above them right and i'm like that particularly for me i'm like oh that's interesting right i can i can take that and try to apply that to my life yeah but so there's been lessons like woven throughout these films and these comics yeah absolutely everything yeah Skylar, I know that uh, we we haven't again we haven't done an episode with you yet. That's something kind of we're still we have the film we have the the uh, the objective. It's just a matter of, of kind of making zeroing it on it. Yeah, making that happen. But uh, what about you in terms of this? I mean, I I, I know, but for the sake of <laughs> listeners, how what is what is what's been the role in general of fiction for you in your life? Uh, nothing. Honestly. <laughs> uh, no, no, I think it's. I think it's very important. Uh, I think. I mean, I'm a big comics guy. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we all are. Uh, and right, I, you, I think, you and Shane especially were. We, I think we've addressed that. Yeah, you guys were really into before, it. And I should yeah. say, I, I asked what fiction, what role fiction, and again, we'll explore that again some other time, but specifically that pertains to comics. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, I think that they are very important in portraying ideals, honestly, that people can kind of strive towards, I mean, uh... Yeah, well, I mean, I think in general what's so great about it is it just makes it so, uh, 
easy to digest. I mean, it's hard to, because it's like we. This is the whole fiction to function. Like that, that's what it's all about. But it's like, you know, it would be easy to be a guy in a suit and tie and judge. Marvel comics like they did to Stan Lee, you know mm-hmm. what I mean. But it's like it is, uh, you know, you'd be foolish to do so in the long run because it's like this stuff really is uh, super deep and whatnot. I want to ask you guys, uh, both you guys, um, so you guys can answer it however you want. But your like your first favorite superhero, not even like Marvel DC, whatever. Marvel DC, but also. Um, like it doesn't have to be who it is today. Yeah, that's I'm a good saying. Question. I'm just curious. I don't think I've ever asked you guys that. It's, it's, it's probably the same as it was. Really? Like always, yeah. Spider Man, which is yeah, Spider Man, and then mm-hmm. for DC, Batman, which is like those are probably the most like, you know, everybody says that. Yeah. But I just oh both of them like I've always been interested. I've always thought their their villains were so cool yeah. and interesting. I've always thought the worlds that they're that they live in are so interesting, mm-hmm. but particularly Spider Man, like everything about his world, I've loved. Like yeah. the villains, the the suits, mm-hmm. you know, the characters that make up Spider Man and mm-hmm. the people he surrounds himself Mary with. Mary Jane, yeah, Mary, yeah, Mary Jane. Yeah, you know, you know really, uh, that that one was awkward yeah. for me when I was um, young. But uh, was it Black really, Cat? A uh, little bit. Well, it was it, it a little bit, yeah, because. Our our one of our cousins, he had this poster, if you remember, of Mary Jane. Oh, that was very confusing. <laughs> that was very confusing for a yeah, young that's right. It was the comic. It, it wasn't. To, it was. It was an illustration of the comic book Mary Jane, but it was a. I mean, it was a centerfold. That's what it was. <laughs> Essentially, it was yeah. A, it was an anim, It was. A, it was a hand drawn centerfold. Is what. It, yeah, that's. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. So yeah, so legitimately really got out of this. So that's that's really. So I think that kind of to wrap things up. I think that well, kind of Marvel was. I I think a good way you could put it is like Marvel was very beneficial in um, the blossoming of your man. Exactly. So. Absolutely. One hundred percent. Yeah. And how about you, Scott? <laughs> Pretty much the same, right? Yeah. <laughs> no. What we go ahead, please. <laughs> Who's your favorite? Who's your first favorite? My first favorite probably was Nightwing. Nightwing, okay. Yeah, I really liked that progression. I always thought that was really interesting. And uh, I think he was, I don't know, I think it was really cool because he's kind of known to be a bit of a lighthearted character, but he he also kind of had that that Batman in him. Right, yeah. He was was a perfect mix between Robin and Batman, so for DC that's probably who it was. And then Marvel actually... Growing up, it was probably between, like, Cap and Black Panther. Um, okay. Because Black Panther was in, like, a lot of cartoons and stuff yeah. at the time, so. Very cool. I had a, I had a, I was very... Because um, you wasn't Captain, I don't think, right away. No, it wasn't. It was, my the oldest... I think, I think Uncle, our Uncle, um, like, pushed you towards Captain, which is kind of ironic now. Right. I remember that, like, him being, like... You're You'll like Captain, this guy. And, yeah. Right. Um, but yeah, you. Were, I I, you were I was I liked so there was it's it's interesting because there was a Captain America action figure. Do you remember this? We had these like I mean they were ridiculous. They were like they were, you know their their build was so muscular that it was mm-hmm. it was preposterous. But there was it was a Captain America and Bucky two pack. 
mm-hmm. and I loved that action figure. It was one of my favorites. Um, but that was that was for Captain America was more of a uh, a gradual. Um, yeah. I mean that's that's uh, I mean you've kind of I guess jumped towards that already. He's but as you know, got, that's my guy now. Got into it young, right? By the way, and just yes, saying, no, like, no, 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 no. Right no, but you're no, you're right. Uh, initially, and it's funny, you know, Caleb was talking about it, but initially it was it was Batman and it was Spider Man, okay. and I think we talked about this before. That's largely I think thanks to the uh, '90s cartoons, mm-hmm. um, because those were both really prominent at that time and yeah. so those were the things to watch the x-men were a really big deal too so i like the x-men but i like spider-man more than the x-men yeah um and i like spider-man because of the, the you know the real life struggles that he dealt with uh and batman was just so cool when you have this guy who has no superpowers and in like caleb said their rogues gallery is is enormous yeah um so those were those were my those were my first two those were my first favorite superheroes i would say that's yeah. fascinating. Me, yeah. I mean, I, I already kind of addressed this, but I remember, I remember being like three years old, like three or four. It yeah. was like the earliest memory I had of um, liking the Hulk. You know, mm-hmm. which is like that definitely like faded quick, right. like into being like seven, eight, nine. Just but um, I had like the, there was a, I found in the laundry room for Christmas, mom. Which you know, I guess I can thank her for it. But I found like there's this Hulk toy that you pulled this plastic tab on him and he'd flex yeah his, yeah. his fists crushed and yeah, that, that was just the coolest together. thing and so hulk was my boy um that's so funny because i that's actually something that's something that's changed because when i was little i hated the Hulk. really, really? yeah I I, remember, i've always loved I, I remember well. that. yeah you, why i remember we were at what was it cheeseburgers and more or whatever it's called cheeseburger cheeseburger or something whatever yeah and uh something stupid. one of these like arcade restaurants something stupid yeah. and uh I remember somebody got me a Hulk, like, it was like a plush Hulk. I remember I was just kind of like, oh, yeah. Thank you. And, like, tossed it aside, and I was like, all right, well, Spider-Man's on my birthday cake, so. <laughs> so <laughs> at least there's that. Yeah, Hulk, and then my second, actually, uh, growing up, um, was Beast. Yeah, I, loved, I loved Beast. You liked the, you liked the big uh, boys. Yeah, I loved Beast. What about for DC? And then I didn't get into DC until way later, which I'm kind of happy, and it's funny, because now, like, DC... Not cinematic. Let me just be clear about that. Seeing as we're going down this rabbit hole, but um, is I mean DC is like so I was talking to Shane actually today about it and Elsam and he I was saying uh, how DC for me is I mean my favorite is Batman out of all, but that was until like later in my life and I like a lot of different characters, but like um, yeah, I don't think DC. I think funny enough, I loved like Nightwing. I loved like some of the side characters. Yeah, with, it's like. It's like the animated series was big around the Batman the animated series mm-hmm. was big around that time. I so. can't say I didn't. Lo- what was hard for me is I can't say that I didn't love Batman, but it's like me and you grew up so close that like yeah. it, 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 when you're with, I, I think it's a universal thing with kids. But you're you a have, kid, you, yeah, yeah. It's like Sean was Batman, so I couldn't be Batman. Yeah, you kind of think that they have a claim on that character. So it really was like stifling in your development of liking these characters. Obviously, when you get to a mature age and you know that you can like characters past someone else's right you know um you know someone else liking them but uh yeah so dc i didn't get until 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 into until later and then um but punisher punisher oh, yeah, funny enough time. punisher like after like i had not that i was immature but it was like i liked the monsters and then once i got to punisher i was just like what was your reason for both of those 
Or Pun- Hulk and Punisher. Sorry, uh, Hulk and... Uh, oh, you said Hulk. Or Hulk well, and... Hulk no, and, no, DC didn't say. Um, Wait, who was DC? DC. I never really got into DC until probably about like 16, 15, okay. 16. So it probably wouldn't have been Batman if you like had to pick. Right? I would, I would say it Batman. Been, probably Batman. What was your reason for those Like characters? you said, the 90s. Yeah. The 90s... Uh, Animated. Anim- yeah. The, yeah. Yeah, the, the Batman Beyond. Yeah. You like Batman and, Beyond. I loved Beyond. Batman Beyond. And you, but even that, you know why that's so funny is because like now I don't really like to, uh, Terry. Uh, Terry. Yeah, I, I like him fine. I'm not gonna like roast him. Like, and I love. I by the way, I love Batman Beyond because it's almost in a way like more nostalgic to me. Yes, because exactly you were a little bit older. Yeah, well, it was just out. so like, and it was so fresh. Like it had like the Blade Runner. It's also very cool. Yeah, like fresh is literally the word I would use. Like it was just this like new idea of like like you had like uh, you know, the Joker being like having like weird gadgets. gadgets and yeah, it was just so weird, and I loved it. But I liked Batman Beyond because it was like. Uh, Batman that um, Sean can't like, or not that Sean. Can't <laughs> no, like. I understand. Sean's, what was Sean's, your, you know, bro. what was your reason you think for Hulk? Hulk, I just big strong guy, yeah. you know. And but Hulk's then I best. like Beast because I was like he's t- he's the smartest guy, but he's also the strongest guy. By the way, I mean I think that it, he's probably my favorite X Men yeah, at this point. I would agree. Still, uh, he's X. Well, yeah, probably. What would you? Uh... Okay, so tell brief, briefly, who has it become now? In, in what? In DC. In DC. But yeah, what, what's the is, contrast? Let's go back around that. I'm sorry. So, like, what is the contrast to who is your favorite? Uh, who, oh, now, now are your favorites? Reverse. Uh, now my favorite favorites are um, Batman, for sure, in DC. Yeah. And what about Marvel? Uh, Marvel is still very tricky for me because it's like... I don't know if people do this, but I'm like, I like characters... I, I don't lo- I mean I like characters the most when I resonate with them the most is like you know so that yeah, sure. and it's like DC I don't really feel like um, it's hard because it's like I love the Guardians of the Galaxy which we're, right. we're gonna get into that in general but it's like I've even gotten into their comics and they're so enjoyable to read by the way but I can't lie and say that like I was into them prior to the movies sure. mm-hmm. so um, Guardians of the Galaxy, uh, I, they, th- this is something I was saying to Shane on the phone earlier today, but it's like, for me, I feel like DC does such a good job of like creating these characters as like standalone characters mm-hmm. where it's like Marvel is so good because it like, it, it builds them together, builds them together yeah, but uh, it, but they both, yeah, it's a, it's yeah. very interwoven. Exactly. So and DC is great when it does that. Alex Ross's is, work with yeah. the, with the Justice League is some of the best the comic material you will ever find. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's. I always kind of say where I'm like, I think that Marvel is. I mean, it's as simple as this. Marvel's like our world, which we yeah. exist in, and DC reminds me of ideals. They're kind like, of, that's why I hate to say. I almost would say in Marvel would be like the Punisher is still my favorite. Yeah, but it's like he's almost not even a superhero, right? He's kind of just like he's a cool an action hero. Well, he's an action hero as well. It's right. like he's like, you know, he's and he really... also first shows off as an shows up as an antagonist, right? exactly. So I wouldn't even say that, but I don't know. I mean, I I I, I love well, so many of them. What about for the films? Um, from the films, because uh, that'll kind of segue us a little bit. Probably, probably the, the Guardians, Guardians, but specifically Rocket. Rocket's my favorite, probably in the. In in, in in what was in, your, in what is what is your reason? Thor, Thor. Oh, Thor. Okay. I do actually love Thor. Yeah. What is your reason for those characters? What do you mean? 
Why are they your favorites? In the comics or in the movies? In the films. In the films. I love Rocket just because he's like... I love the Guardians, to be specific, because they're... I love the uh, smuggler, you know, slums of space in anything, in Star Wars, and, you know, and, and I love that they do that, and... I love, I do also love, like, the a hero that is a little bit conflicting, or heroes that are conflicting, you know. Because they're good guys, but they're also... But they're also just trying to get they're by. They're also stealing things. Right? They're also stealing things. But they're, they're people who, yeah. they were thieves who became heroes, which is yeah. really cool. Yeah. It's like the Han, yeah, it's like a group of Han Solo's. Yep. So. So, Skylar, yours? What about now? Um, For DC, briefly, and then... Uh, the hard thing with me with comics now is I actually don't know if I would have a favorite in either I just I think I read too much of them and yeah it's hard I, I like a lot and it's hard because a lot of like characters that I've really started to like these days are kind of uh, obscure and don't have like a lot of work for them they'll have like one really good comic like Dr. Fate or mm-hmm. like The Question or something right and it's or like Shaq, nothing's which... been done with them for like years mm-hmm. now you know it's oh, like yeah. they like do one thing and then that's it uh but uh i mean yeah top ones are you know it's like it's like batman i like i really like martian manhunter uh for dc and for marvel i definitely i mean i still like black panther his stories have gotten a little wild but uh what's your reason for for t'challa uh i always liked him because i mean He's a little bit hard for me in the movies because, I, you know, we saw Black Panther and I thought, you know, I loved it. I thought it was great. Uh, looking back, it's hard because it's like a little bit like it, I notice things I don't love as much now. Like they kind of split his abilities up amongst his like supporting cast. Right. Which is completely understandable because in the comics he's kind of like OP. Right. Powerhouse. Yeah. But, he was uh, one of my favorites too, but I think I, you knew that. You remember really that stuff. Yeah, you growing up, yeah. he was another one of my favorites in Marvel. Was Black Panther? I yeah. just loved his suit. Well, yeah, no, he's like really moral, but yeah. like he's like less. He's. It's not that he won't act on it because obviously he will because he's king. But like he like I think he's a lot more reserved about it. Mm-hmm, right. Than like a lot of people. Sure. Uh, and yeah, I just I liked him. He has a cool suit. There's and also he's like he's a part of like everything he's yeah. in the marvels illuminati and everything right and yeah he's just like a yeah he's he's really he, cool he's very diplomatic and yeah. very uh very uh, yeah anytime they it's like they're fighting amongst themselves he's kind of the one that's like off to the side like what are we doing yeah right. yeah so and caleb you said the same yeah pretty much say the same uh would you say that your reasons changed like specifically talking about because the spy when you when you talk about Spider Man, this is kind of an interesting, uh, because I, you're, that connect isn't kind of made for you for Spider Man Homecoming, is that right? No, yeah. Okay, can you explain? Uh, yeah, I yeah I was hoping to, uh, Homecoming, <laughs> I where I'm at with it now, I'm like I've, come to accept it for what it is. I think it's a good movie. I enjoy it. Right. I own it. Um, but. It Homecoming was tough for me when I first watched it because I do love Spider-Man's world so much and I do love the characters in his world. So to see them kind of like swapped around with different characters and switched out and done differently mm-hmm. was tough for me. It's still tough for me because mm-hmm. I'm like, it's not it's not going to be the Spider-Man I know, but it's still a pretty good Spider-Man. Right. Um, and why Spider-Man in general? 
what is what what is the what is what is the issue there in your assessment like and and why for spider-man homecoming as opposed to spider-man as you have experienced him growing up i think just being that he's i mean there's a lot that goes into it like i said the you know the his world being so different in homecoming right but also i feel like him as a character like particularly you know with uncle ben he brings up uncle ben in the movie but he brings him up more so in the sense of like oh yeah this is really hard on aunt may right but like it doesn't sound like it's been that hard on him right and that's essential to spider-man right like that that's that's the starting point for his morals and everything and who he becomes as a person yeah and how he defines himself so to see them kind of just like yeah so far at least oh, kind of just toss that to the side is like there's definitely a depth there in spider-man that i think is a little bit absent in tom holland's i think they play him as a high school student that's absolutely. the whole thing is it's like the breakfast club except for it's spider-man Absolutely. It's like a John Hughes film. That's the and that's the allure of it, which I appreciate. Mm. Um, but there's a few things in the. As much as I love the MCU and I love it, I have to look at it as in in a new like uh, perspective on the characters or, or yeah, a retelling kind of, of, yeah. of, this, of these characters in a in a way that is confined and like uh, yeah, like, isn't going to span over sixty years, right? And and I think that when you have um, like any adaptation, I think that there's a level where you're going to kind of lose uh, aspects of it, that aspects of the original that are so mm-hmm. like incredible. We talked about this a lot. Where I'm like, for me, it's the the thing that I'm saddest about is Captain America and Tony Stark uh, kind of always have a tumultuous relationship in the mm-hmm. MCU, mm-hmm. whereas in the comics they're best friends, yeah. which is what makes Civil War such a big deal. Then they have a lot of they butt heads a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the end of the day, those are the two who are kind of in the room alone talking about, and they they've got each other's back. Right. Uh, not that they don't in this, but it's again, it's 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 there's a there's a there's a a, a bit of hostility specifically on Tony's end. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a little they bit. almost feel like more like coworkers than yeah. uh, friends. Yeah, maybe and 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 in a way, I think that they are in the still MCU. MCU. I think that they're best friends in a weird way because yeah, they both I have the responsibility agree. weighing on them. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's not like you know Tony and uh, Bruce Banner yeah. and the MCU who are great. Um, for me, uh, I really resonated with what you said, Skylar, about it being difficult to pick favorites because some of my favorite things in comics are the relationship between two individuals. Yeah. Um, a good example of that for like in modern comics, I'm. I've, I think I brought it up before, but Joss Whedon's. Uh, I'm, is it sorry um uncanny it's not uncanny x-men astonishing x-men mm-hmm. um the relationship that he develops between emma frost and uh scott of the x-men cyclops is absolutely well that's what i was very poorly trying to convey when i was saying this earlier with marvels i love marvel but th- th- it's tricky with marvel the fact that um these characters like it's like my favorite is magneto in in uh Professor X. Yeah, like, that's my favorite in Marvel. Oh, yeah. No, my favorite is Iron Man and Cap. Because yeah. their relationship's incredible. It gets really tricky trying to... Um, even, like, uh, Wolverine and Scott. You know? Yeah, it's an it's, interesting it's, dynamic. And you watch yeah. it almost for the dynamic. That's right. an interesting element. Cable and Deadpool. Like, right. You know, it's like... 
you, you have all these uh, characters that I love, um, but Daredevil and Punisher. You know, well, and again, the, I think that that's part of the reason I bring up that I brought up earlier. Yeah, um, Joss, or sorry, not Joss Whedon, uh, Alex Ross's work, because Alex Ross does such, and Joss Whedon for that matter too. He does a great job uh, intertwining um, personalities. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, if you take like Firefly or Buffy or whatever it may be, but as it pertains to to Joss Whedon and the DC universe, I love the Justice comic, so specifically Justice and World's Greatest Heroes, Justice mm-hmm. and Kingdom Come. I would suggest to anybody to read, yeah. anybody and everybody, because they, they do such an excellent job with the characters and the way that they all, it plays to their strengths. And so Skylar brought up Martian Manhunter. He's one of my favorites. I think that at the end of the day, I still have a special connection to Batman, and I really appreciate him, but I, I love Superman. I love um, I love Wonder Woman. I love mm-hmm. a lot of them. Uh, and in terms of the, the Marvel uh, realm... It probably is Captain America, which mm-hmm. it, anybody in this room, that sounds like a funny thing for me to say because it's like I've got Captain America stuff all over. But that's because there's a there's a part of me that understands Captain America and his role yeah. um, in, in the world, uh, specifically as it pertains to... Um, and I guess this kind of goes into, for me, the films because his films I've loved. The first one is rough in terms of its... Um, it's directed. It didn't age well in terms of its its directing style because of the yeah. It's it, yeah. Roast that. Well, it's because it's there's it was because it was made for three D. They they wanted to push that. So there's all this stuff where he's throwing stuff. But, yeah. But the script, Captain America in in uh, holds up. Yeah. Is Agent Carter all that is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Howard Stark. I love all that stuff. Um, and it plays kind of like the an first old propaganda Avenger, movie. I think so. Yeah. For uh, Captain America, yeah. the first one here. On the then you go into you know. Winter Soldier, and it's absolutely fantastic. I'll talk more about that later. Civil War, but those films are they're 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 really uh, that's that's kind of my guy. I really really like him, and I admire him. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, this is kind of backtracking a little bit, but I wanted to ask you guys what do you remember the first time you saw you you started going into this MCU like universe, Skylar and Caleb. Yeah, I remember the first time I saw Iron Man, actually. Yeah. In theaters? In, in theaters, yeah. Yeah. We saw, uh, me and Seth saw it together, actually. Me, Seth, and our other brother. I don't. I can't remember. It, it, it's weird, because it, I, I just have poor memory, in general. Well, you were eight, too, right? But, I was, yeah, I was very young. Yeah, um, that's crazy. But I, it's, it's weird, because just like, you know, how I was saying, it was always there. I can remember, like things that came from it like i remember i had an iron man toy from the movie from the first movie but i don't remember when i first saw the first movie um but like i i the 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 first memory i can think of for like really remembering when i saw a marvel movie was iron man 2 with skyler because i hadn't fully seen that movie and i remember i was going coming over just to spend the night to hang out and he was watching Iron Man 2 and I was like oh and I sat down and you know we watched it but like that that's probably as close as I can come to remembering like the first experience didn't you say something wasn't there yeah no you uh I remember I I think I showed you the first Iron Man because I got it on DVD it it probably was you and we uh we got to the end credit scene 
Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I right. Think you know what that is? Yeah. It was the Avengers. You're right. Nick Fury. So that yeah. So yeah. that that would be it <laughs> probably. Be. Yeah. So you saw it uh, for the first time on DVD then. Probably. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I, I definitely didn't see. Do you remember that? To be honest with you, I don't think I do. No. I, d- I don't I don't remember. Do, do you? Remember I remember when we saw it. Because I what, what, to be honest with you, Seth, I remember. I think that actually people around me. I don't think that you know. It's funny. It's like I, I think that just about every Marvel movie I've seen like opening night since like, you know, Iron Man two, but the first the first couple I rem- I remember hearing like the people you know my friends and coworkers or whatever really like liking it a lot and being in that situation especially at the time when I was limited uh, on funds well, that's <laughs> or whatever it might yeah. be like it was something where it was much I wasn't so uh, vigilant or so um, intense in my you know desires and my keeping track of what a movie comes out or whatever so it sort of yeah. came out and I remember I do remember watching it in the theater because I remember you know that the I remember the Nick Fury walking in and him saying, you know, do you really think you're the only person like this? Whatever and all yeah. those. And, and I remember being floored about the idea that they were going to do. Well, that's what I was going to say. You know, I think Avengers. that we, I know we saw it in theaters because yeah. I, I do remember seeing it with uh, you guys, Skylar. Yeah. And, and, but what's fascinating is that I remember we, we knew that they were going to do uh, Iron Man and we were like, okay, we'll see it. But like, it, it is interesting to like throw your mind back into when uh, a place where 21 movies that correlate it was not even remotely a thing no. before that movie no. you know what I mean like it's like four movies five movies I mean like obviously you had sequels and whatnot but I mean it's like you know we just did not even Begin, we couldn't begin to comprehend what this is the first thing like this for sure yeah right? it was and but i do remember um specifically our family i know we say this all the time but our family like there i could literally name like five people that um our family loves like actors and robert downey jr would be on there yeah. you know and i remember our family was just like all about him i was gonna say like all remember, the addicts that was one of the things i loved all hollywood addicts they like all these the, these troubled these troubled <laughs> boys. boys well the truth is that that it, i remember i remember that too because i remember being very excited that it was i remember when the casting was announced just being floored by what by by how perfect the casting was, mm-hmm. and being so happy for for Robert Downey Jr. that having such a rough uh, history with addiction, especially yeah. in the knowing Tony in the comics, uh, and you know having a struggle with specifically alcoholism, mm-hmm. I just thought the idea that he was going to play this character who started off um, so self centered mm-hmm. and wound up becoming you know one of the founding members of the Avengers, I just thought that that was. Well, right, and I mean, that's a big thing, too, is, like, what's frustrating is, like, we obviously, I, mean, I, th- I think a lot of people can relate with the fact of having, like, addicts and families and whatnot, like, but, like, it, I will say our family was really cool about that kind of stuff, like, they were, it was, like, this was great, because right off the cuff, I remember, um, specifically, like, uh, I think our, our mom and dad were, like, this is great for yeah. them, like, they weren't at all, like, Grace, yeah, forgiveness, it, compassion were always things that were, yeah. 
were just, amplified for these for for people who had such issues. Yeah. Yeah, like I mean that's what it is. So not that uh, not by condoning it in the slightest, but at the same time right. understanding that and, and appreciating the fact that if someone's trying to get back on their own two feet. Well, what a comeback story. Yeah. You know, it's I mean, incredible. We'll, we'll, you know, we don't have to go off on that, but I'm like it is just so cool to see Robert Downey Jr. like be such a, you know, inspiration in Hollywood. Yeah. But uh anyway, so yeah, I mean that was a, it was a big deal. It was a big deal, and he knocked it out of the park. And John Favreau, love, uh, oh my gosh, he just I love him. Knocked it out of the park, and you know, I I just learned recently that I guess like a significant portion of that film was oh. ad libbed. Yeah. It was because it, they they he spent so much money chaos. on that. Yeah, well, it was chaos on set. Like, but which, like, what a beautiful like. Yeah. God bless John Favreau, which he's proven created, himself as a director yeah. time and time again. Since. Yeah, he's phenomenal. Um, yeah, and, and like I said, the Nick Fury thing is, that was, that was, I remember, that was my biggest takeaway from that. As much as I loved Iron Man, and I loved the movie, and I thought that was really enjoyable, because we had seen, you know, there had been a Daredevil movie and the Spider-Man, but to see mm-hmm. them bring in Nick Fury, and especially, uh, Nick Fury was always a character I really liked. You really loved yeah, it, too. Yeah, I always loved Nick Fury. I, funny enough, I, like, had to draw a line in the sand with my relationship with Nick Fury, because, like, him and Punisher went, like, toe-to-toe. Right. And I was like... I gotta stand with my boy Frank. You know, <laughs> right? Honestly, it was like so. Um, but he was such an interest. He was always so such an interesting I always character liked to Nick me. Fury. Yeah, and I like the fact. I, I was always interested by the fact that this guy was a government agent, and he was he's an interesting character. Also, the comics like went really dark with him. Yeah, yeah. Like, I remember being a kid and being like, looking at that. What I'm doing is looking at a comic to the viewers. Like, yeah, yeah, but I with big eyes. Like, I was just like. I, I can't read these. Like, they did some stuff with him. I need to tell you guys later. Yeah, but that's but that was when I realized that we were talking about something different. That this wasn't going to be yeah. just something else. And I remember, too, when the first Avengers movie came out, being like, oh, they've done it. Mm-hmm. They have completed what they set out <laughs> to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I couldn't be happier to be wrong. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What was your... Um, do you feel like this is has... What impact does this have on you guys in terms of growing up with it? Because to a degree, for, for Seth and I, again, because we had such a frame of reference for these characters for, I mean, a decade before. And this goes for the our whole family. That's a great point with Nick Fury, because it's like Nick Fury was already a household name Yes. for us when I was like five. Right. You know what I mean? And that's thanks to Uncle Steve, really. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, if he's listened to a single episode of this, he has to realize how many shout-outs he's gotten. Yeah, he's... <laughs> And I don't think he has. Yeah. Yeah. He wants, yeah, anyways. Anyways, but yeah, so he, uh, so like, that's what's so cool, and we know this, but it's like, what's so cool for like our true comic fan is the fact that um, these names are household names to everybody now when they, I mean, they weren't 20 years ago, you know? Um, well, I think that, yeah, I, I, you're, I hear you, and that, yeah. that's what's, again, so interesting. And, and again, I know you, both of you have some of this. Because even though, we all have it's not like you guys were yeah. blind to these move to these characters before they came mm-hmm. out. But what's interesting is that I was, you know, twice Skylar's age when the film came out. Yeah, uh, you're right. When, when I was the first eight, came out. I was eighteen. You were twenty. Or yeah, yeah you're twenty. Yeah. Wait, yeah. I would have been nineteen. Okay. Uh, I would have been 19. You would have been 18, 19. 19, somewhere in there. But I was, you know, I'm 10 years older. Yeah. Than, than, so for me, I had that, the, I had Your this. Your childhood this, was already. Yes. It was, and now I was watching it 
No, I couldn't imagine, to. right, doing this at, at uh... So, and that was the only thing, is I remember being, like, uh, with, like, Tony Stark being, like, uh... Like, you already have such a, uh, character in your mind. Yes. You know, like, uh, like uh, what's his name? Wasn't, um, Tom Cruise gonna play yes. Tony Stark? I think that he was in the running, And too. he actually, if you were going off the comics, could have made sense. Made better sense, yeah. But it's like what seems own the role so much better. But anyways, well, and the differentiation, being eight years old, seeing, yeah, our, you know. Well, and again, the differentiation, and I think that that's going to come up at least a couple more times throughout the course of this episode, is is something I think is really important to kind of um, accept and appreciate mm-hmm. uh, the differentiation, the differentiation between the character in the comic and the character in the film. This is, I think, most famous, uh, the most famous example, at least in our family, is Ultron. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> because Ultron is one of my favorite villains. I know he's Scott, he's, he's, he's yeah. really one of your favorites. Yeah, I, I love Ultron. <laughs> and and they make in this he's you he's know, my favorite villain. He's other than Magneto. Yeah, Magneto. he's my he's my favorite. I don't even villain. consider a villain, frankly. He's but, my but, favorite villain in DC. Right, in Marvel. And, right, and they they kind of I don't love the way he's played, but for the story, it's excellent. Um, but so for us again, I mean I I can say this. Uh, for me, I have been very, very grateful. Um, speaking of this, you know, differentiation between the two, I've been very thankful with the adaptation that I have been given. Uh, you know what I mean? Um, yeah. That's how I saw it, even from the beginning. Uh, is is a you know a young man going to see the first Iron Man? Is is taking it for what it was, really appreciating what they were doing and loving where they were going with it, and seeing that at the end of the day, I think it connected to the heart of it. For you guys. What role did this have in terms of growing up with it? Because this is wild. Like our in speaking of Endgame, it's like, is there an element, not to get too um, melancholic, but that where it feels like your childhood is like a chapter of your childhood has come to close? Mm. Not 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 for me. Um, All right. It's <laughs> no. It's, well, it it's it's weird because. For me, it's like, I'm like, I can always go back, you know? It's, you know, I've, I've got all these movies yeah. that I can go back, watch, and enjoy. So it's like, although, like, yes, it's definitely like, this this chapter's closed. Yes. Yeah. This, this chapter's done. It's more so, it's... it's and that's it's what I mean. That's, that's what I mean. Is it's, it's, it's not to say that you can't... I'm not saying that part of you is dead, remotely. Right, right, but right. yeah, there's an element where it's like, I grew up with this thing and it's over. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's a relief. That's what I will say. Because? Because I've, I've been... Well, first of all, I'm like... It's crazy that they've been able to keep these as good as they have been yeah. for as long as they have been. Right. Especially when you've got people trying to copy the formula and doing horribly with it yeah yeah so you yeah with the dc you have like a, f- a prime example of exactly how this could have gone yeah yep. yes yeah and so it, it but so there's a big part of me that i'm like how long can we keep this going yeah and how long can it can it be should like, it be going exactly yeah. and so it's like for that like this this can it's it's a relief because i'm like this can be my end now yes mm-hmm. like so if, if thing if it does start to go poorly going forward because they're going to keep making movies yeah it's like okay, fine. I've got all this, so I'm good. Yeah. I don't. I don't have to worry anymore. Yeah, I know we've talked about that before, and I mean, I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't agree more. There's been so many. There were so many things I was afraid they were gonna do, mm-hmm. um, because specifically of like certain groups of fans that wanted this thing to happen or that thing to happen. That I was, 
I can say this, and it and, and remain spoiler free. There is a host of things that I mean, I'll nothing about Endgame. I predicted I predicted all of one thing from Endgame. I didn't know, like they ripped the rug out from under me. But there was a couple things I was hoping didn't happen. Um, but I I understand why they did for the case of, for the sake of the story, and I think it they they pulled it off um, immaculately. But there are there are so many things that I I was so afraid they were going to do liberties that to take liberties they were going to take with yeah. certain characters and they and they didn't mm-hmm. and it I'm I'm so I'm so grateful because I was stressed out too I know we talked about this a lot Caleb where I was like I just can you can, like what if mm-hmm. like what if they wound up you know I don't know like the Hulk winds up being like controlled by a dog. Uh, in another planet or something you know i mean something stupid where there's things these things we talk about this a lot for brief spoiler for dark knight rises well that's like uh, i was going to bring that up at some point but it's like you know what the bottom line is is that it's what the saddest thing is is when they build something up so well and crash and then crash it because it's like at least with the dc universe they just ruined it right out the gate (laughs) I appreciate that. I hear so, you. appreciated that. So thank you, Zack Snyder, yeah. for that, you know, because, you know... They you gave they, it a quick, merciful yeah. death. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they just offered the head. But you're yeah. right. I, I hear what yeah. you mean because it's... Uh, and again, this is a brief spoiler for, for The Dark Knight Rises if you haven't seen and you care. Is it's like you watch Batman Begins and it's like perfect. You right? watch well, Dark Knight right. and it's perfect. To use a metaphor, it's almost like with the DC thing, it's almost like... Uh, they had Superman put it in a headlock and snap its neck. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's a good metaphor. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, um, that's but yeah, when you have like when you right? when, okay. but like in, in Dark Knight Rises, that's what was rough about that. Yeah. Like you said, that hurts more. Because, Dark Knight Rises because yeah, now you've got more. Bane yeah. is a lackey. Batman is like well, and you have romantically two, entangled like four different two, people. Two uh, movies prior, which were just phenomenal. So it's like you could have like you could have done this well. You know, right. especially ending with Bang and right, like it could have been you, so you had, good. It could have been a perfect trilogy where now it's a perfect two movies, two films, and, and I and I, I really have to kind of take, um, you know, the, yeah. the, the, the 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 watchful protector, a dark knight, him running away. Yeah, that's that's yeah. got to be my end of Batman, and it's fine. That's a great end yeah. for that, you know. But for a lot of these films, we've talked about this because, for example, Wonder Woman's. I love Wonder Woman. Yeah, same. Even with the DC going as it's going. Um, I have to, I have to just take certain uh, outings for characters is kind of a one-off. Like, and this is one of the, I think this, I'm we're benefited by having read so many comics mm-hmm. is that I've read a lot of bad ones. So when you read one, you go, oh my gosh, you can kind of throw it away. Now with the MCU, and this is where that's different. So I can take Wonder Woman and go, that's a really good comic, but they put it in a series of a bunch of other things that yeah. I don't like. Yeah. Um, but it is a self-contained story, which I really appreciate. Wonder Woman 1984 is coming out, mm-hmm. and I'm oh, I'm gonna watch that. Yeah. I'm so excited yeah, sure about it. Um, I still want to see Aquaman. Yeah, you know. But but with the MCU, it's much more difficult because, and this is again one of the beautiful strengths of the MCU. Everything is so intertwined. Mm-hmm. So if one thing went really bad, it would be awful. It would be really really crappy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All this to say, yeah, I it hear you really on the fact that it's. Yeah. You know, that was going to be a nightmare. Yeah. What about for you, Skylar? Knowing, having so much knowledge as a young age of these comics and then growing up alongside with it. Yeah. Do you feel like any of these roles got defined for it by you before it or not really? Like the roles the actors played? Or? Yeah. Um, 
is it like like for me growing up it's like you know uh to be honest with you it's like batman for a little while batman was val kimmer that was my reality yeah sure and i look back on that it was awful but i'm like i, I when i was a kid i loved batman forever i was like i was like dude hashtag batman forever but you know you know what i mean but did any of that happen for you where you uh, think of captain america and you see chris evans i no i don't i don't think i would say that i mean the closest one definitely is robert downey jr yeah like he's just he nailed it and yeah. did a perfect job but uh i think he had uh it came out iron man came out at a really like interesting time because that was like when i was kind of like getting into comics like it's like i had known the history like we all had like yeah at a young age just because the family we grew up it's like in mythology yeah yeah but like that's when i like first started like reading them kind of and what was nice about them is it's like they would like mention a character or something in the movies and then that's what it's like oh i can check out that character later and read read about them and so it's like that's that was pretty cool was it's like i kind of grew up reading comics and the movie having the movies come out like alongside each other so it's like if i didn't know about something i would go and read about it and mm-hmm. you know like if i did it, it would be very cool seeing it in film but uh, now and i feel like you would be opposite a little bit like you have a lot of comics to read yeah not to put you on blast but yeah yes no yeah full blast yeah full blast. <laughs> yeah there's there's so much it's it's tough because it's it, right and it's really hard to know where to, i wish that there was a we film i wish we had a camera we had a live feed of just Skyler's face throughout these entire because like even when you brought up the dc Skyler's was like looking at his face and he just started shaking his head to himself <laughs> yeah and he's like because yeah, no, Skyler, yeah you're his you've been kind of his uh, supplier kind of, yeah, right for comics like that's, that's the funny thing is like there's a lot that i don't even yeah you know there's just well, so many comics at this point there's so many comics <laughs> that we, we talked about this on the hellboy podcast where it's like you know which is why i need you to read hellboy i, I, mean, I really want to yeah I do. but like it's what's so nice is it's so like confined and it's so um it, you know it's a very stre- it's close-ended yeah it's, really it's nice. a very streamlined story that is like you know, you can, yeah, that's just easy to digest versus something that is like, you know, you're going to want to read this and not that and this and that and this is canon, but that's not really canon, mm-hmm. but this is a good story and this is not as good. And it just gets so messy so quick and you're just, it is it is overwhelming. Right. But with that being said, I do know that, um, once again, I, I'm still trying to wrap my head around like uh, seeing the movie at eight years old. Mm-hmm. I'm like you know that would yeah. just be such a that's uh, what I'm saying yeah because you know crazy. what I was watching when I was eight and granted not in theaters but I was watching seven no okay. <laughs> I was watching I was watching Indiana Jones yeah I was watching Star Wars not mm-hmm. that you weren't I know you guys saw these at young ages as well sure but the fact that this was coming like what was coming out when I was I mean you know when I was that age yeah. it's like my first well I batman forever yeah. that's what i was working yeah, with. yeah the batman movies were a lot more i will say that's something that's like batman i like batman even like liking batman now i had to like redefine them in oh, my 100%. mind because i didn't read the comic and that's a great example is like i didn't read um batman comics before i watched the batman movies when right. i was younger um which luckily i had the 90s uh animated series but um what's nice about these movies is the fact that um I didn't need them to be I'm, I'm so I feel so blessed that they're as good as they are because it's like I didn't need them to be good in a way because it's like the comics already sure. mean so much to me but they knocked it out of the park and that's phenomenal um, 
think uh, what you're saying though. Yeah. Like for for me, like it didn't it didn't necessarily start with the movies, but the movies were definitely the big thing for yeah. me. Mm-hmm. So it's like if these movies started to suck, that mm-hmm. really sucked for me. Yeah. Because it's like that that is my is your frame of reference. Exactly. That mm-hmm. that's really my way of getting to know these characters past. Oh, that's Iron Man. He's got a suit. Oh, that's Cap. He's got a shield. Yeah. yeah. You right. know. So. And 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 so I I initially thought about asking you guys, you know, your favorite films or your top five because I've been thinking about this a lot and I'm generally trying to kind of exclude, uh, Endgame, because and I'll ask you that all this briefly. Is it? Do you think it's top five for you guys? Yeah, for sure, definitely for me. It might be. It it is very hard because yeah, it is. It's so much, but it's like it's 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 very good how they finished works pretty well how they finished everything that's a good point actually because and i've thought this a lot i'm like yeah where does where does endgame fit for me and da, da, da. but i'm like it's almost there's so much that happens it's and it's unfair. so good it's uh, it's almost unfair it's like yeah. it's it's yeah, you have to separate it yeah. almost i hear you what about you you get to top five i would say so just because there's so much there's so much okay that they do. so excluding we'll exclude that for the sake of the conversation here yeah um, but Seth brought up the, which this works, you know, I think very well is, uh, what is your favorite film for each phase? So, oh, sorry, you killed. It's tough because I do really like Avengers. My favorite might actually be Captain America for Captain America and, and, and his world and all that. So I probably have to say between the two of those, I can't really pick. That's probably how it's going to go for a lot for the rest of these phases. You have like a tie. Yeah, because. Uh, so how about this? So, yeah. How about this? Let's exclude Avengers films. Okay, that would that'll help. That's, yeah, that's okay. what I was going to say. So then Captain America. Okay. I would say Iron Man. Uh, I think it's the best, and honestly, like it's like, it uh it's still just really good and watching it like with that end credit scene with Nick Fury and everything it's still you're just like that's it you know yeah yeah I agree well I, I agree that that's good uh, you know uh, to some extent I will say uh, being subject like being subjective versus objective with these movies can be a little bit tricky oh yeah I'm um, I'm this one, this is going to be the hardest phase for me. What I would say for me, and I agree with that as well, because, I mean, you have Iron Man, you have uh, the first Avenger, Captain America, and then you, like, i got to be honest with you, the one that I think, if you, it, like, so here's how I'm almost going to judge these movies, is, like, which one's the most watchable? Um, like, if, you, if I had to watch one right now, it would probably be Thor, because it's very funny. And it, it also has, like, they, they just did such a, like, you kind of knew what you were going to get with the other movies when you went to see them. That's a where very it's like good point. Th- with Thor, I, I remember we all were like, how... How are they going to bring Thor here? Right. And they killed, they did great. They did a phenomenal job. It was very funny. Yeah. Um, and it was very cool. And uh, Chris Hemsworth just knocked it out of the park, you know. So I would say probably Thor. That's so, that's so interesting for me. Because I'm like I Thor is one of the one Thor is my, my easiest to put out. I love Thor. Mm-hmm. Again, I'm a firm believer there's not one bad Marvel movie, and yeah. I like all of them, but like maybe two. Um, well, no, that's not true. I think I like them all. Thor is the one I watch right the, now. There's a, but yeah. that's interesting. Yeah. See, so the one I would watch right now would 
would probably be Iron Man. But this one is very difficult for me because I, I feel conflicted about three of them. I love Captain America, the first Avenger, because I love Captain America, I love his origin. That was probably the easiest for me to to knock out, though. And, I, and this is why I think they would be Iron Man, because the other one is I really love The Incredible Hulk. I do, too. I love that movie. And now it, it feels no, like I do. a strange side yeah. story. Yeah, it's, it's kind of the bastard of the... Yeah, it, it yeah. really is, yeah. and that's that's funny enough. That's kind of my thing is I'm like I would, it just feels so weird, and then it's very strange it, now, and it's very unfortunate because I really uh, and all the reasons I like it don't play in the MCU. Mm-hmm. It's like I love his relationship with Betty Ross, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? The conflicted relationship that he has with G- her father, General Ross. Sure. Um, I uh, so for me, it's probably it's it's probably Iron Man. Yeah, I think it. I do think it's the best of them. It's tricky. Like uh, I do think that this is the hardest phase, almost. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? It's funny because I said that's the hardest. I was like, I, you know, I think this is the hardest phase, and now I'm sitting here thinking about what I got to deal with, and mm-hmm. the fact that I have to get rid of, I have to knock other ones out. Mm-hmm. So I. Well, well, let's do top two even. Because <sighs> what's uh, the All right, idea? So close behind, second. How about that? In, yeah, and the idea behind this, real quick, is to kind of like I want to. I don't want to just like say my favorite's this my favorite's this i understand no one cares like (laughs) what we want to do is like why like you know um, well in in okay so let's all right so real quick um so caleb you said the first avenger because of captain america yes yeah i i i just think it's a very good captain america movie yeah as as far as you know everything that happens in it when it feels like pulp 19 you know like it, it's propaganda like, it does there's yeah, an element and that's yeah. what I think is enjoyable about it is that it looks fake yeah oh like I love Fair, him, him, and in a way like that's good goofy costume yeah mm-hmm. in front of the troops yeah. yeah you know every bond you buy is a barrel and your best guy is a gun yeah yeah it's great I okay it, so yeah. what what would be your close second for phase one probably Iron Man yeah okay definitely Iron Man yours is Iron Man because Mine's Iron Man because I, I think it's the, I think it, I really like his arc in it. I love that, you know, but, uh, yeah, I really I like, like his arc. The <laughs> it's, it's a funny joke. Go ahead. Uh, but yeah, it's a very good arc. Yeah, it's a very, it's a very good arc. Yeah. Um, I think it's the most fun for me in a weird way. But like, cause like that really, that's kind of almost Tony at his most like. Tony. Tony. Yeah. I always forget that what seems the bad guy in there. Um, Jeff Bridges. Jeff Bridges too. Yeah. Mr. Lebowski. Yeah, he's good. The dude. He's phenomenal. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, and it's yeah, it's like you got that pretty good fight scene. I think you got that. You yeah. Know, between Ironmonger and him, uh, and it's probably the most like I guess sentimental. I gotta tell you, that is the one I watch right now. I'm thinking about it. Yeah, I want to watch all these, man. Okay, even like the beginning with him and like the soldiers. Well, what's like, your, what would be your what would be your second after uh, you said him at the soldiers? What? Oh yeah, when he's showing off the. Well, yeah, well like at the beginning when he's yeah. like showing off. I think so about fun, that scene constantly. You know? Yeah, but, uh, he's like, that's how Dad like, did it. That's how America does it. It's worked pretty good so far. Yeah. These movies are very good. <laughs> okay, when I love the conflict, obviously, even with like. That's uh, okay creating weapons for protection and then also them getting in the hands of like it's it's like a, to transcend even that it's like the idea of like 
being responsible with power. Yeah. Well, I didn't even think about the fact that responsibility could be the entire arc of Tony Stark summed up in one thing. You're because right. he's incredibly irresponsible. Yeah. And everything about that has been like about his great responsibility power to power comes great it's almost like wow that's so profound. <laughs> we're gonna put that we're gonna put, we should market yeah. that <laughs> so what's your closest what's your second uh mine would probably be like a reverse of caleb's which would be captain america because it's funny when they first came out hulk was actually one of my favorites yeah. um but now like what what i want to watch now is probably yeah captain america just because he is in the MCU, he's definitely, you know, one of my favorites. And his story is very good for him. And I think that, like, that whole, even, like, that ending with him waking up with Nick Fury. Oh, my just, gosh. Mm-hmm. He's running out into yeah, it gets you really, Times Square. Yeah. And he's like, I had a date. And, yeah. I just got, like, literal goosebumps. Yeah. Okay. So what is your close well, it's second? tricky because it's like you start talking about all of these and yeah, you're like... They're all good. They're all my favorite, yeah. you know, but because uh, once again, I'm like, this could change tomorrow, but I'm like, the war is the one I'd probably watch right now. And then uh, just for the sake of uh, bringing up something different, I would say maybe Hulk, you know. Hulk just feels, feels so far removed from the MCU, so, which is so tricky. I'm with you because, well, let me ask you, why Hulk? I mean, for me, because it like it, it, for one, they did a phenomenal job. I, you know, for, I think Edward Norton's a great Bruce Banner. I do too. Like that, that really he sucked. plays one part of Bruce Banner, yeah. excellent, and and Mark Ruffalo plays it, yeah. a contrasting um, version very well. I love the the uh, Abomination. Me too. I love that he was in it. You know, and yeah, you just have a story of like you know even their fight like being this thing. You know. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm just thinking of the fact that they tease the leader and yeah. at the end of the Hulk. And it's like, that that's a road that went nowhere. Yeah. It just doesn't feel like it's part of it, so it's hard to say. I mean, because once again, I'm like, really, it would be like Iron Man or, you know. Yeah, I got to tell you, that's, that's the hard time that I'm having because my favorite would be... Um, Cap, was, would be Iron Man first for the reasons that have been said. Yeah. Uh, you know... And after that, I, if you would have asked me when those films came out at the conclusion of the Avengers, I still probably would have told you The Incredible Hulk. But in retrospect, I'd probably say Captain America. Again, for the reasons that we Captain said. America you got to so see good. his character. It was a very good first outing. And it did a good job, again, of being like, this is, imagine like a weird sci-fi cast in the Marvel Universe. I know, that's what I'm saying. No, it's great. People are too hard on that movie. I agree with you. I, the only flaw I find in it is, yeah. it's direct, is how it's directed. Yeah. Um, Even that to get over it. And so going and starting again with Caleb, phase two. Phase two. What's your what's your one? Phase two is going to be difficult because I've my two are Winter Soldier and Guardians of the Galaxy, and I have to. I have I I think Winter Soldier is the better movie definitely. Right. But. So here's where I want, what I want to do. I want you guys to get over, all you guys talk about Winter Soldier and sell me on it because I like that movie fine, so, but I know, that's what's so funny is that I know. Okay. Get your cross ready. Yeah, for me, because it's like, I, I like it. it. It's very action packed for like how like people like 
compare it to Dark Knight and stuff like that. I don't get that as much. I'm okay. sorry. All right. That's okay. Yeah, no, this, so. is, this is good. I'm glad we're talking about this because yeah. this is something we need to talk about as a family. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, well, because I'll say this already. Those are mine. Oh, yeah. Are those yours? Well, yeah. Phase 2 has always kind of been rough for me because I don't think I love much of what was in it. Really? And I, I did, but I like Ant-Man. I like... I have problems with Age of Ultron. I do like it, though. So. But it's better in retrospect. I read Thor an article on that, world. and it was very good. It's true. Yeah. No, uh, Thor the War- Dark World, and then we all know Iron Man. But... Yeah, you love Iron Man 3. Yeah. Okay, so hold on. All right, let's not get too ahead of ourselves. Oh, so are those your two answers as well, Scott? Yeah. In, probably... that, in that progression? Yeah, they probably would be. Okay, so let's talk what, about What are this. your twos? Sean? My two are, are going to be Captain America, Winter Soldier, and then after that, the Guardians. That's what I'm saying. And I'm so, going to... So, um, not me, but so you guys... Okay, know. so go ahead. So you, you all go ahead. I, I know, that's what I'm saying. So like, let's talk about this. Right. Yeah, you go ahead. You, you, you no, take the... What, what is your reason for Captain America Winter Soldier? I want to start there, because I don't want to cloud the airspace here. There's there's a lot about it. I, I, I think it's shot very well. It is. The Russo's, it's, it's the great. first Russo's directing effort, and it's established the tone for the rest of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. That is my first point. Mm-hmm. But go ahead. So yeah, that, so it's it shot well. It looks great. Um... I think it's a very good like next step for Cap's character. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I like you know you don't you don't get a whole lot of Bucky in the sense that you don't get to he, he's he's kind of bad guy for most of the movie right. right. Um, but I I still I love seeing as sad as it is like seeing him have to be like that's Bucky, but now I gotta fight him. Yeah. I gotta handle this, and I gotta figure out how this is gonna go down. Uh, really, yeah, like everything, I, I would agree. I think it's really good next step. It's a really good next step for his character. Uh, just, it's really cool, like even seeing him deal with kind of like the world now, because that's the first time he really gets to kind of like catch a breath mm-hmm. and like settle into this world, this you know, the future for him. But uh. I, so I love all that. The action is the best up till that point. Right. Uh, all the fight scenes were, were great because, you know, just the shield and everything. Yeah, like the, the boat utilize, scene. Yeah, the way he utilizes the shield and that. The, I got yeah. I Again, I got to say that yeah. they're the the style because it's so easy for action to just feel like more of the same. And I see, think you see this a lot even in the Thor movies where you're just kind of okay. And mm-hmm. they the Russo brothers really started to take it and go, what can we do with all this? And you really see that. I think that didn't one of the guys who worked on John Wick work on these films? I believe he did. Which makes sense because there's the choreography is fantastic for all of the films the Russo brothers directed. But yeah, no, and uh, yeah, I mean it was the darkest up till that point as well. I would almost say uh, everything before that is very reminiscent of Joss Whedon, which is a yes. totally different tone and dark in its own way. Yeah, but it's oh. Joss Whedon, and this. This is where they start to claim their space, yeah. Uh, Russo's, and then beyond that, I think it, I think it probably is the best moral and point, probably still. Yeah, I think. But, Which is, uh, it's just you know, it's like, it is a government conspiracy, and then it's like, how much power should they have? Yeah, and beyond that, like, you know, how like what's the cost of security? Right, you know, it would be freedom. And 
So now this is my big yeah, I wanna, yeah. my my whiteboard, and I I, I want to hear your response to this yeah, as well. Yeah. So the reason I would like I think that that the reason I think that that is the closest that the MCU comes to the Dark Knight, which is still the the you know top t- the, the highest uh, ranking I think that you can give a comic book film in my opinion goes to the Dark Knight. First of all. Uh, as I've stated, it sets the tone for the, the films moving forward. I think that it does a very good job in creating... The action's excellent. But I think it does a very good job creating um, the character of Steve Rogers. So my favorite... It's funny, even when we talked earlier about who's your favorite uh, superhero in the Marvel Universe, the answer is actually not Captain America. First of all, because there's multiple Captain Americas. Um, and second of all, because it's the... The, the answer is Steve Rogers. Mm-hmm. Because Captain America is Steve Rogers, and that's the whole thing. And one of my favorite things about uh, Captain America is the fact that he will disagree with America for the sake of what he believes. He will become the villain. He will mm-hmm. become the criminal. You know what I mean? It's you know, not to jump too far ahead, but they talk. One of, a line I love is when uh, you know Rhodey uh, War Machine says mm-hmm. to him, "He's like, congratulations, Cap. You're a criminal." And civil war, and it's this idea because he's like that. He's he. I don't agree with you. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think that that's the right thing to do. Uh, and I really, you know, uh, this is a bit that I was going to save kind of for the end, um, and maybe I'll touch on it again. But there's a quote that Captain America has, and I think that it's in this film. Uh, and I'll have to. T- double check that but he says but I think it defines this character Steve Rogers especially the, the one that the MCU is you know pr- trying to portray and the aspects of Steve that they really nail um, he says for as long as I can remember I've always wanted to do what was right and now I don't know what that is anymore and I really love this idea of a character who's going to stand up for what he believes in. And I like the fact that there, there is a, uh, he's standing up against an entire agency because he, he has found that it's been compromised. Mm -hmm. Um, and the other thing is that, you know, I like that it's, I like that it's a smaller film in terms of its scale. There's films where there's literal gods fighting. That's what we're dealing with. And in contrast, Captain America is fighting guys with guns and weapons and, and, you know what I mean, long knives or whatever in the elevator, which that elevator scene, by the way, is, you know, perhaps my favorite film, my favorite moment in the entire, you know, MCU. Mm -hmm. But, and lastly, I think for me is the fact that I think that the best Marvel films, the best MCU movies are films that manage to do something else. Because as much as I love, even like the first Iron Man, if you watch Iron Man 2, and you watch Thor, and you watch Thor of the Dark World, they're very similar beats. It's guys trying to do the thing, bad guy comes along, he's got to fight the bad guy. Bad guy's a really big, you know, version of whatever he is, mm-hmm. you know. It's Iron Man versus a guy who's like Iron Man. He's got the, you know, core reactor, just like Iron Man. All three Iron Man movies are Iron Man versus another rich bad guy. Mm-hmm. All three of them. Mm-hmm. And... Captain America the Winter Soldier plays like a political thriller. And I should say that I love political thrillers. Mm-hmm. And so that's that's my thing. Is yeah. that it's it's a confrontation of ideals. 
Yeah. Set in a real world space. Well, There's nobody flying in the air. In, well, it literally there, is, there literally is someone flying in the air, right? On the record. You know what I mean. There's no super powered people. Sure. Yeah, let it be on the record. I'm, I'm not wrecking this movie and saying I didn't like it. And like, uh, to some extent, I just want to rile up a reaction from you guys. But, <laughs> but you know, I do think, I know for one, I need to rewatch it. Yeah. Um, I think I've only seen it once. Oh, wow. Yeah. And I think that I took a lot of the action away, which was good, but, like... That's fair. It was kind of one of those things, like, when I started hearing people talk about, like, Dark Knight level, which, not only me, the rest of the world, but, like, Batman being my favorite superhero, it's something where that movie just means so much to me, and, you know, I've seen it so many times, and analyzed the themes in it, and it's something where to hear winter soldier was that i was kind of like what however i think you guys i think you guys would agree that there's no one at this table probably that agrees more with uh the quote from benjamin franklin that says those who would give up essential liberty to purchase a little temporary safety deserves neither liberty nor safety and there's so many where the government's concerned there's so many uh levels that i agree with that on and this movie really uh, addresses that yes. and Captain, like you said, I mean the 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 thing about Captain America, um, the thing about Captain America being Steve Rogers first, and then Captain America, and even the idea that Cap like America, Steve Rogers really is a representation of how cool America is, not the America that we know today as much as the America from seventeen seventy six. You know, in aspects, like, yeah, obviously yeah. there's ways it's better than it was. Sure. And I think that that's Absolutely. exactly Absolutely. the point, is that it's an yeah. idea of betterment, of reformation. Yeah, yeah. So, suffice it to say, I, I do like, I mean, I, I do like Winter Soldier. I need to see it again. Um, and I definitely think that my um, my view of that movie is a little bit, like, tainted by um, some of the action, I guess, in it. You know what I mean? Like, when I think about that movie, I think about the ships with the guns on them and stuff. Right. More than I think about the lines of, you know, Steve holding the line. Right. You know what I mean? So, to talk about me now, and my uh, two favorites, I will say my goal was to try and pick stuff that you guys didn't pick. Okay. Just for the sake of it. I, I well, appreciate that. to some I extent. Respect you know that. what I mean? Because yeah. that's like, I like all these movies, and I still will kind of do that. But, um,. Guardians of the Galaxy is my number one in right. this phase for sure. Which was all our number two. Yeah. Is so. that your number two? Okay. Yeah. Skyler. Yeah. Okay. So Guardians. Guardians of the guys? Galaxy. What's up, guys? Well, why don't you start this off? Guardians was so good because they. I, I, I loved it because it didn't feel like. Especially in a day and age where uh, they're pulling Star Wars movies out of the trash and trying to sell them to us. Mm-hmm. Like, this movie is everything that they are not. You know, this doesn't feel like a superhero movie. And that's something I loved about it. You know, going into it, like you were saying, with the political thriller, I'm like, this... It, it's like, a different yeah, tone. Your, your, your superhero has, like, blasters on his... Two blasters on his side, and then there's a tree man. And yeah. it, it's so much... More, and then there's a raccoon that's, you know, that's a bounty hunter. Yeah. Which I think I'm always going to go with the movies that have it all. Like, it has heart. Um, it has uh, 
it has action obviously good action not just like you're like you're saying blame that's the biggest my biggest issue i will say with like thor movies yes is that they're very until until ragnarok uh, until ragnarok right yeah absolutely um but the thor movies are kind of like it's like very cg cgi heavy everything in marvel right but it's like this is much different you know you have um it just it, it feels like it feels like a continuation of uh something that's kin to firefly and uh han solo and chewy right. and and it's like you know if you don't love that then i don't know who you are you know right i don't want not much to do with you so <laughs> phenomenal yeah yeah i i love that it's obviously hilarious yeah i love chris pratt he does a great yeah. job in this movie. Yeah, he does. Um, everybody does a great job. Bradley Cooper. Um, but I love... I love the family aspect of it. Yeah, and, absolutely. And them finding each other as a family. Mm-hmm. And obviously I love how that carries over into Guardians 2. But um, yeah, for this movie, I, 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 I think every character... I think every every character is so interesting mm-hmm. from like and in, in, in where they come from and like who they are as people and how they interact with each other. Yeah. Like one of my favorite parts is uh when Drax, you know, he <laughs> he after trying to drunkenly kill uh Ronin, he fails. Yes. And it <laughs> my is, fa- it my favorite emotional. guardian, by the way. Is Drax. Oh yeah. Yeah. Drax is my favorite. He's I love him. He's hilarious. Well, yeah, I, I he's lo- awesome. <laughs> I love when your favorite guardian, John, and your favorite guardian, Seth. I, lo- I love it when when Rocket. Oh yeah, like, that's your like, favorite, right, Seth? Yes. Yeah, he's, he's like, suck it up. Like we've all got dead people. Yeah. Like let's get it together and let's go. Yeah. We got stuff to do. Yeah. I, lo- I just I love seeing them interact and. Yeah, that's a great point. Is which is like the fact that like the Guardians movies are like Avengers movies in that right, whereas like you have such a plethora of characters that like people can come and see. But it's about five people. Right. Which is awesome. But that's so good. Yeah. And and and, um, and five misfits. J- the best yeah. thing that James Gunn. I I said this. When they announced James Gunn as the writer and director, I was like, this is the best thing that probably could have happened yeah. for both Marvel and for James Gunn mm-hmm. because James Gunn's other films have a lot of heart and mm-hmm. he brings a lot of originality to them, but they're also, frankly, really gross. Yeah. A lot of his like previous films. Yeah. Um, and him being toned down to a PG-13 is really nice and then the, the, the heart he brings, you know. Yeah. To a, a group of misfits. Yeah, well, and that's another thing. is like Star-Lord. I love that he's like a goof and yeah. he's not cool but in his own right he is like he he's still like the infamous outlaw right. like I, I love that that like legend i love that in general when like men get brought into legends and then you meet them and they're like not like that story arc is always a fun one to play with which is like you're like the you know uh well and i think that this is also one that he I, I, we've talked about this before I'm like if you had to watch one of these Marvel movies mm-hmm. without any frame of reference for any of the rest of them ever mm-hmm. it, Guardians I think would probably be your go to mm-hmm. it's very self contained it's very good and this is a, we've talked about this a lot but I'm like I liken it to which may sound like a strange uh, uh, comparison to The Princess Bride sure, because I think sure. it's funny I think that it's got heart I think that it's very I think that it's cool Mm-hmm. I think that if you want to watch something where you really true to like, like if you watch The Princess Bride, it is a comedy, mm-hmm. but there's also scenes in it that just give me goosebumps because they're so cool. Yeah, and it's also you know, uh, like there's it, it works on multiple levels. Mm-hmm. 
It's got the family aspect too, somewhat. Right. Yeah. You could watch it with exactly. Yeah. And... Uh, yeah. I mean, most of it's just what's been said, but like, I mean, it was really nice because actually it came out after uh, Winter Soldier. Right. So it was kind of cool because we had those two movies that really kind of broke point. the yeah. broke the mold. Yeah. Oh, you're um, right, and they're a contrast. You have Captain yeah. America, who's pro- again, it's pro- that's probably the most cons- like small nitty gritty story. Yeah. Yeah. Other than maybe Iron Man, the first one, in his own life, you know. But it's about it's probably, about like people yeah. on the ground. Yeah, yeah. And then you've got the craziest. Yeah. yeah. Space where you've got people who are. I mean, Drax is like. Yeah. They're just incredibly powerful. Yeah. No, and yeah, it's like it's just all the characters are great and fun. Um. And James Gunn's just tone, like the soundtrack's great. Oh my gosh, it's just so much fun. Well, once and we already said this, but like the idea that like these misfits can be the guardians of the galaxy. I'm like, that's such a cool thing. Where it's like, you know, it's almost it almost has like a uh, Armageddon feel to it in that right. Yeah, I get you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. So, with that being said, another. I mean, so we need to move on. But Ant Man, <laughs> Ant Man's phenomenal. It's very Is that your funny. Number two? I, I don't know if it is my number two, but it's I would... It's Because it, it, to be honest with you, it's like, I think Winter Soldiers my, wouldn't be my number two, actually. Okay. But it's like... But and then Iron Man 3, which... I, we, I wanted to bring Iron Man 3 up as an honorable those, mention. I know. Because I know Skylar doesn't... But, like, really... Skylar crazy about that one. I don't Iron hate it. I don't okay. hate it. I okay. just... I don't appreciate it. But I... I it's funny because I, we... We this one's famous for me. Me and Josh Newcomb talk about this. Well, I'm gonna give a shout out by the way to Josh Newcomb. He's a uh, someone we really wanted to have on. Dear um, friend of ours. Yeah, yeah, he's we wanted to have him on this podcast uh, yeah. because specifically because his relationship with me we've always kind of mirrored to the comics, um, Captain America and, and Iron Man, mm-hmm. uh, and and I. You know, he's the Iron Man to my Captain America. And and I say in the comics primarily because, again, they don't butt heads as much. There's a, there's a bond there that is is uh, much more um, intimate, I guess. Not as but hostile. It's not certainly not as hostile. So, Josh, I love you. Um, and I know that he's Iron Man's been very, been very important to him in his life. Uh, yeah. Maybe we'll talk about that some when he's on the podcast next. But... Uh, Iron Man three. When we watched that, I, I when we first saw, I hated that movie. I hated, I hated it. it as well. I felt like it was it, it was more the same in a way. Yeah. Um, I thought that it was. Uh, I didn't like what they did with the Mandarin. I didn't like. And they, you know, I was telling my wife this earlier today. We talked about it some Iron Man three, and they marketed it terribly. That's the best way they, to put they, it. They marketed it very poorly. Like the trailers and stuff for that movie. They were made it very, seem like it was going to be. Yeah. They made it seem like it was going to be the death of Tony. Yeah, they yeah. really did. They made it. The, the The marketing was so dark. Yeah. And then when you see it, it's serious. and this is what and, and in retrospect, I just read an excellent article talking about how it it it's very it's uh, it paints a, a very interesting picture of what Marvel you know, Marvel's day to day looks like because like Captain America or Iron Man sorry is saving like people who are skydiving and stuff. Like, he's doing everyday things. This must be what it's like there, you know. This is when the world isn't going to explode every other day or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the biggest thing for me is Shane Black. I love what Shane Black well, did with the script. Yeah. I think it's... I, I really enjoy it. I think that this movie uh, is where, where... So I hated it when I first saw it. But, uh, you know, I, uh, I had to draw a line in the sand. This was the movie that kind of was like, okay, so the 
MCU's different than yes Marvel the Marvel universe right. and the comics like these are two different things don't tie them together like accept it for what it is and then I could enjoy Tony or Robert Downey Jr. running around with an Uzi and one so, Iron Man hand and like that was a lot more funny and like worked you know and then the Mandarin being fake it's like it, once again not I'm not saying these are issues that you had with this guy but these are issues I had with it I was very upset that the Mandarin was not really the Mandarin I was very upset that Tony didn't like there wasn't this like uh, and I was like really why is he dark... like hanging out like why is there like he's got like a sidekick who's like a 10 year old boy or whatever Dumb. but again yeah. but especially in the in context of Shane Black it was like a films, 90s it felt like a 90s action Black, movie it yeah. felt and not I mean it's because it was Shane Black but it felt like a 90s movie yeah. he lands in the snow and the kid like it's like lame but it's like the kid's like this Shane you know not Shane he's got to tie his like kind of pseudo Christmas in there it is yeah. a Christmas movie isn't it does it take place during Christmas I, oh I my like there are he just elements. loves that stuff man yeah. he's got to do I Christmas like, stuff he loves Christmas he loves taking Christmas and making but it like do you have anything it's numerous it's just like I, my problem with it like when we even first saw it like yeah sure the guy was like I don't like the fact that they did that with the Mandarin, mainly because he is just such a big deal. Yeah. In the comics, I didn't like that. But I've watched it three times, and I'm just like, I don't... You're so you don't connect with it? There, no, there's... It's not even... I just... It's got so many flaws for me. Because, like, it's like... The action's boring, because of the bad guys. Not anything, really. That's it's just a bunch of people with, like, kind of superpowers. I think it's fun sometimes, but I can understand what you mean. Yeah. The, the superhero fighting is very lame. It's yeah. more of the same again. Yeah. I feel like it, like, I feel like, and this is a problem that I think even Marvel movies still have even today, but it's mm-hmm. like, I still think that they sacrifice, like, sometimes they sacrifice weight for a joke sure. a bit. Or, like, anything cool. Like, yes. and, like, Iron Man 3 does that all the time. There's, oh, like, it, and it makes Tony look like an idiot throughout the whole movie like he doesn't have any defenses at his house or anything like he just gets attacked but uh yeah yeah it's just like it it, yeah like i said i've watched it three times i've tried to like i'm like maybe there's something i'm missing because like everyone like watched it again and like loved it but like yeah i'm like i don't i don't like any of that i think the plot line with like his ex and stuff it's all kind of just it's dumb i'm like i don't i, hear I don't you. think it's very good well, but that, that is, i think it's probably got to be like i will say the yeah most controversial it's of this funny it's like it's definitely funny it's just i i think they kind of sacrifice well, what's funny though is i will say like this is the one with uh guy pierce guy like, pierce and rebecca hall yeah. yeah i will say that that was very rough yes just like the nerd that turns handsome like it, this I don't love it, by the way. I never. I don't. Yeah. Th- I might have said I love oh, that. I if I did, then I'm going to take it. that back. I'm going to retract that statement. But because I don't love it, I'm not like I love Iron Man three. Yeah. I liked it. Uh, I liked it more than I liked it, which is saying a lot because I hated it when I first saw it. Yeah. But I still like it. Was weird with like um, what's her name, his wife Potts. When Pepper. like Pepper. Yeah, she got Pepper Potts. She second. got she got like this like like hell power like she became like she got the power woman. that he had whatever it was. not about it and his power was dumb yeah it's I just dumb it's just so that that Which, was all yeah and like tony rough. heals that at the end of the movie so it, they can like use it to do what they originally were going to do with it and they just decide to yeah that open. yeah like, there's some loose you can like for sure. regenerate limbs yeah, was, for people yeah and it just, was rough and then how did you feel about it i'm i have if you haven't noticed 
I've stayed out of this because <laughs> leave me out of this. I've seen the movie once. Yeah. And I barely remember like I, I remember a lot of it. Yeah. But I barely remember how I felt about it at the time. Yeah, we gotta watch it again. So, we gotta yeah. watch I wanna watch, gotta all watch these. it again. Be real I know, I, I do too. So I need we to do too. Let's watch them all tonight. Alright, sounds good. Um Phase three. Phase three. Hey, Who wants this to one's gonna it? be tough. Yeah. Well this one I, I think we got we're gonna have to do three. Uh yeah. Why don't we do it like for phase three? We'll do it where we all pick two, but it's like we'll go around picking our first one, and then we go around picking our. We second. can't pick the same one, and we can't okay. pick the same one. I like okay. that. Okay, I like that. with with the addendum that if you if that's in your top two, I want to hear that it was. Well, let's talk about all of them. Yeah. Yeah, well, we're going to talk about all of them. Yeah. My 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 number one, and when we talk about, by the way. What would you watch right now? My answer is always of any of the Marvel movies. What would I watch right now? Captain America Civil War. Yeah. yeah. This is kind of cheating because it's... Captain America Civil War, I think even including Endgame, if I'm being honest with you guys, to date is still my favorite Avengers movie. Mm-hmm. Very good. Um, it's very good. The action's fantastic. Again, it's shot well. The Russes do an excellent job. The thing that I like most about it... Well, briefly. Was that going to be in anybody else's top two? No. Um, yeah. Uh, well, it could know. be, it could not. Okay. It could be, it could be not. Why was it on yours, Caleb? Because I know that this is, you love this one. Well, I, yeah, I love this movie. Um, but I, being that we're excluding Avengers, Avengers films. <laughs> you wanted to exclude this one for your yes. own sake? For, yes. For okay, that's sake. fair. Yeah. So what I love about this is that it carries on the themes of I mean, the MCU in general, but uh, specifically Tony and uh, Steve. This is a film I, I I had to put my foot in my mouth twice in the MCU to date. First, when I told when I was like, they'll knock, they're going to have a new Civil War. And I'm, as a disclaimer, if this was like all of uh, four movies in or something, or, you know, five movies in, where I was like, they're not going to do Civil War, it's too big a deal. And they did Civil War. Furthermore, um, I did not think that they were going to have Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. And both of them happened here. Because I was like... Yeah. Did, and I, I underestimated the... Uh, I underestimated the, the might of the mouse. I thought, yeah. You know what I mean? Or the, North, the, the North Koreans. Because <laughs> that's what it took. Because oh. they, they like leaked Sony and like everyone like trashed them. And yeah. so they couldn't use Spider-Man pretty much. They were just like... Well, yeah, Disney's, Disney's pockets run And Giant Man for that matter. Yeah. Was that? Oh yeah, Giant Man was. This is where he came in. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. so good. What were you gonna say? Uh, no, I was like... just, I was just gonna say, yeah. Don't underestimate the power of money, but yeah, those go, those are the yeah. same. Yeah, money. Yeah, the mouse and money are very good for us. They are. So uh, I think that, but the rat. The okay, rat. so this one I'm gonna try to make this brief because I know that we're this one's yeah. running long. Yeah. Okay. Um, and I think that that's a reality we'll have to accept, considering the fact that it's about like twenty something movies. I hope our gig. What? gigabytes on the internet yeah yeah they're gonna <laughs> yeah they're gonna they're gonna charge us we're gonna have to That's reach out to disney for help yeah. since we're helping promote their material <laughs> um so again it follows if it it, it it follows the arcs of steve and tony and tony with his idea uh that we need to build a suit of armor around the world mm-hmm. we need to keep things safe and specifically now we need to be responsible for the things that we do that don't keep people safe which 
and this is one of my favorite things about Civil War, both the comic and the film, I understand completely both sides and I respect and appreciate both sides. Mm-hmm. And then Steve saying, I think that you're going, you're missing an aspect of this. And one of my favorite things, by the way, about both the comic and the film, uh, the comic series and the film, is that Steve is not, more so in the film, but in, in the comics, it's, it, it, he's, he's, not, he's, he's not adamantly against it when they approach steve in the comic they're like they tell him we want you know and the issue's different it's superhero registration act they're like who do you think is not going to register and give their full name and he said well i can tell you this guy's gonna have a problem with it. this guy's gonna have a problem with it. this guy's definitely gonna have a problem with it and they were like okay so no one you can't handle and he gets angry with the assumption that they think he is going to work for them to impose this on his friends yeah. and it starts his battle which i believe he was ultimately right in especially in the comics i think this one you could argue for either Both side. I think you could. Um, well, I mean, I'm not. I don't want to get too deep into it, uh, into the grid of it, but it is just so fascinating because of the fact that it's like uh, Tony getting approached by the mother. That mother. Yeah. You know what I mean, it's like it really like drove home this thing and like the whole like who watches the Watchmen right aspect of this uh, uh, this movie was in this uh, universe. Right, and it, it, it's a fair point. Like in like you know, it's all fun and games when like the the scrawl or whatever the Cree are yeah. like, uh, flying around smashing up New York. But it's like people are dying. Yeah, people that, are living the, here. Yeah. People are living here and dying. I mean, that's here. what's so hard. And, and so it gets really dark really quick when you think of it in real life, uh, terms. But it's like, what is the best solution? It's like you know, it's the back to the whole like you either get security or you get freedom but with that being said it's like you either get the avengers you know or one this is what's so difficult because even when i watch this i i'm still conflicted because i appreciate so much what tony's trying to do and he's trying to save lives and i Mm -hmm. love that and how can that like that has to be the end goal right but when steve says this is my concern if they tell us that we need to go somewhere where we don't belong because now we're a government entity yes and they do a good job arguing. Even Rhodey says he's like, "This isn't like a. This isn't the U.S. This is like multiple countries have signed this." But he's like, "Yeah, but I've especially coming off of seeing Shield infiltrated by Hydra and yeah. Winter Soldier." He's like, "I've seen this go bad. I don't want." It presents these ideologies very well. So I love the ideologies in it. I love the action. That this is my mm-hmm. favorite action, frankly, other than maybe I will say, uh, and this is nothing. But again, no spoilers. But Endgame is. These two are the ones, man, where the action is just on point constantly. Yeah. And then my favorite thing about the films is that I I'm, I care about the characters. That's mostly what I care about in this, mm-hmm. um, and in most things. And so as it pertains to the characters, this has the most moments that stop you in your tracks. I constantly think of Steve lying about Bucky uh, to protect him and kind of to protect Tony too, I guess. And you know this whole idea where he's you know what does he say? He's like yeah. Did you know? And he's like, no, I didn't. And then after a while, he's like, did you know? And he tells him he did. And he's trying to protect him. He's, you know, he's my friend, so is I. And then the whole, you know, he, he didn't know. He's like, I don't care, he killed my mom. All of those moments are like mic drop moments for me. Yeah. So that's, I mean, this is my favorite. This is my favorite very MCU heavy, films, yeah, I think. Yeah, very heavy film. Mm-hmm. Do you all have anything to add on Civil, Civil War? 
Not after that. No. Okay. Yeah, that was my soapbox thing. That was your soapbox. And to be honest with you, I know I'm going to listen to this back, and I know I did not do it enough service. Yeah, well, it's so hard. Some of these movies are hard. It's like we could do a whole episode. Oh, for sure. I could have listened way more to you guys talk about even uh, Winter Soldier. Sure. Oh, I know. I could have talked more about it even. It's like, you know, some of these are, it's kind of rough that we're just doing, but we're doing our best. We're doing our best, guys. Listeners and yeah, so what's yours? Okay, uh, I think Doctor Strange. I love that you said that. Uh, And I'm gonna tell you right now that I love that you said that because that was not my top two, and I hate that it wasn't. So you took it from me. So thank you. I it was my second. Yeah, was it really? It's so good. Okay, it's very, very, very good movie. Um, I really like the idea that you know you've got this guy. He's he's about himself for the most part. I've heard people complain, you know, it's like, oh, it's just Tony again. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I can eat, I can see that somewhat. But he's, he, it's, I, I love seeing this guy who's, you know, he's, he's about himself. He's about his job mm-hmm. and what that does for him. Mm-hmm. Like something I even, watching it, the last time I watched it that I didn't even catch is when he's, or I didn't really think about, is when he's in the car right before the wreck. Mm-hmm. And he's got, he's got, uh, I don't know who it was, but somebody was telling him like, you know, like, oh, there's this person who needs this surgery and there's this mm-hmm. person who needs this. And he's like, mm, like not interesting enough, basically. Cause then it's like, if the more interesting, then it's like, oh, this great doctor did yeah. this, you know, yeah. he's all about Very rewarding. Yes. And so to see him lose, I mean, what to him is everything, mm-hmm. you know, his, his whole life. To see him go and try to fix this one little thing. Yeah. Like, I just want to get this fixed so that I can go back to my life. Mm-hmm. And basically end, like, ends up realizing, okay, this is about way more than my job and my yeah. life. And I've, I and now I've got a role. Like, I have a part that I need to play. Mm-hmm. Um, Oh, yeah, I love all that. Well, and I got to tell you, too, I would argue, because I understand the whole, like, he's like Tony, but first of all, it's like true to the comics. Mm-hmm. Second of all, he, I, I would argue that that's what causes him to have the uh, reaction to Tony that he has mm-hmm. in the Avengers films later on. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because I think that there's an element probably where he sees part of himself. And and it, because he, again, yeah, like you said, he, he started as a very centrally, you know, me-focused individual. And saw, it's funny, in a way, I would almost say that he's probably more um, self-centered than Tony at the beginning. Mm-hmm. And in a way, I would also say that he sees more than Tony. I think that Tony has more heart for the world because as is stated multiple times his primary thing is like i'm here to guard this stone because i'm trying to protect reality but they're both protecting different parts of but yeah you know well, i think he's an excellent uh, companion to the, the the character development of the whole crew mm-hmm. yeah i know he's just he's less ignorant than tony was i think in the beginning yeah but yeah. why was that your second uh some of the same reasons uh I do. I really like the character of Stephen Strange. Me too. A lot. Mm-hmm. I like his whole like element of the group. I always love those characters, and like yeah, it's just it's it is pretty nice seeing a character that's like you don't really even like him at first because like Tony, he's even still like likable. 
Mm-hmm. Like Strange is not likable at the beginning of Doctor Strange. Yeah, that's fair. He he's is, just kind of yeah, jerk. He's kind of well, a prick. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Something I, I do I, I want to say real quick about um, you know obviously you said and I I, I agree I I've heard that even thought that where it's like this sim- similarities between um, Doctor Strange and Tony Stark. Um, but what's interesting with the two of them is the fact that you have. Uh, like in uh, I guess it works, but it's like Tony Stark. Um, it transforms from selfishness to selflessness mm-hmm. is his transformation. Whereas humility is not really something that gets yeah. uh, brought into Tony Stark's character right at the end, right? right. Where I love that um, for his character it's for it's it's this, it's more pride yeah. rather than like, like what funny That's a good point, yeah though. like yeah. we're we're it's a it's a lot more focused on pride where uh dr strange is concerned and he gets humbled by his hand losing his hands and then he goes to um the ancient one the ancient one right. yeah and, and she and she you know i even love that like kind of like he has to go back to like to fix his philosophy on life rather than um you know he has to fix his philosophy on life because he's so prideful and yeah. he needs that humility he needs to be humbled and his story's a lot more about uh being humbled rather than being uh self because and that's the problem is it's like really he was selfless in his job right being a doctor you know what i mean it's like he was he was selfless but for the wrong reasons yeah He's like, yeah, no, and he's like an extremely intelligent, and it's like it's like mm-hmm. he goes there and they like make him look the fool pretty much. For yeah, him. like and the fight is great again. Well, again, the moment, like yeah. the visuals. Like, yeah, that movie with, like, looks city. so good. Oh, when yeah. he's like tripping out, right? When he's, like oh, seeing everything though, but that part is like the fight yeah, in the city when like they're like using like buildings to like yes. come out of other buildings. That and stuff. I still love, love that movie. movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I think that that I think that it is it again. Um, an element where, and actually, uh, my fiance, she he's one of her favorites. Okay, mm-hmm. um, and uh, the only thing, by the way, is a sidebar that is unfortunate in talking about these, uh, leaving the Avengers films out, is that that's where we really see Clint, and that's where we really see Nat, yeah. and those are two excellent characters who I really love. Um, mm-hmm. And I bring that up because Paige is. You know, she says on one level, Captain America is her favorite for certain reasons. On one character, Clint Barton is her favorite for certain reasons. And on another area, Doctor Strange is. And her reason for Doctor Strange is because she's like, it's an interesting new element to the universe that we had not previously seen, i.e. magic, mm-hmm. which I just love. I mean, it's, it's a sorcerer. It's a wizard. It's yeah. awesome. It's really cool. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go with Thor Ragnarok then. My number two. Yeah. yeah, you stole that from me, but yeah. I'm proud of you for that it. That's also my number two. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So that was my number. It one. is so good. Mm-hmm. It, it has that Guardians feel to it, but it's it's great because like it. The first two Thor movies can kind of be a little rough at you know sure. at points just because the nature of his world, mm-hmm. and it's like this one just like it leaned into it hard. Yeah, it just completely leaned into it and honestly yeah it just really took the character of thor and made him like so much more yes. fun and so much more interesting even in ways because like he he learns his lesson in thor one but like thor two there's not really much of a lesson he needs to learn as much of it's kind of like what they're doing 
And right. This yes. one kind of brings it back to like, kind of back to that, but like in a fun way, you know. Absolutely. And what you said about it being like more uh, like guardians, I I think that's a very good point to bring up, even um, in regards to the fact that what's so fascinating with the Marvel movies is how that they start out as uh you know they start the movies out as being kind of solo films but i also think it's cool how it's like the more you get involved in your community you can't have a solo film because it's like who you are is also tied to your community right you know what i mean and that that happens with civil war with captain america that happens with thor with ragnarok it's like they start to get so meshed with each other which is like well in his relationship with again going back to the best marvel films i think are the ones that are the most different and this one is so different yes the relationship i i I mean i didn't bring it up but file under things i never would have thought i would have seen in the mcu is playing playing hulk Hulk. yeah and we kind of go into that (laughs) it's fantastic i love thor ragnarok yeah no it's the humor's on point. I love that they brought uh, Jeff Bridge. No, sorry, Jeff Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum. In. Yeah, and so, I got to yeah. tell you, this director in in in. It's my birthday. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's so, so good. good. <laughs> and bringing Taquito Watiti into direct this is so. That's something else that I I, I just I love. And what has he What has he done? I'm he sorry. has done. Uh, he did what we do in the shadows. Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah. And he's he's from New Zealand, New and so Zealand he did a lot guy. of work with yeah. the Flight of the Concords. Yes, he voices the Isn't rock he... monster yeah. guy. I can't yeah. remember his name right now, but but he's Korg. Korg. Yeah. yeah, he brings that. He brings that humor into it. The energy. Just, it, yeah. It's it's. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's. I think it's top five for me. Is Thor Ragnarok. Yeah, I love it. I mean, the fight, the it's a fun one, but it also is like I love that they dive more into. I like um, what's the warrior's name? She's uh, probably Valkyrie. Oh, Valkyrie. Valkyrie. She's yes. probably like my favorite, one of my favorite characters. I love Valkyrie, thing, which is like she's like this like warrior that becomes an alcoholic because yeah. she's like I lost. You know, it, it, I love. Then her. you have uh, what's it called? Um, the guy with like the M fours. Oh yeah! Oh my gosh! Yeah, I that guy. yeah. yeah. I, and I can't. I don't know. His, I don't remember his name. <laughs> I don't even remember his name. But it's just I appreciate that scene. I know. Yeah. I, I know. Mean, I, I love that. I love. I mean, it really is just this like cluster of of chaos, yeah. and it works. And that's really so you know, I appreciate that. With the Zeppelin playing over it, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. That, so yeah. and we finally got to hear. Which is so funny because playing. we have. And we'll touch on this more with the end game, but we have an uncle who is like we grew up I mean he is Thor. He looks yeah. like Thor, you know, and um he was the one a different that, uncle from what who we usually talk about. Yeah, yeah. His name His name's Sven. Sven so so there you go. Helps you. Yeah. Yeah. And he's 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 a huge fan of, of Norse mythology. Sweden is like his He's a Vi- he's like, I'm your Viking uncle. Yeah. And he is. He looks like a Viking. He acts like a Viking sometimes. Yeah. Um, but he, but he was he was the one that introduced us to Zeppelin as well. Yeah, he loves Me, Zeppelin. Ze- you know, that, that's a big reason why they're my, one of my favorite bands is being introduced to them. And like they was just like he was pretty much like this music transcends into like the Nordic uh, realms and stuff. But it was just cool. But with it, to see them mix those, not that that's a crazy thing, like with the immigrant song and all that. And, that's so good. You know, yeah. but yeah, it's it was just such a good. They did such a good job with that one. Yeah. 
Seth? So for me, I would have to say, um, I mean, I would have to say probably Guardians 2. Um, the Guardians movies in general. I will say I like Guardians 1 more um, out of the two, but the guard, uh, you know, I love that they brought uh, Kurt Russell in the fold. Um, that was phenomenal. Um, and yeah, I mean, same thing is like the humor. I'm I, to be honest with you, I'm kind of torn. I'm not gonna. I think I I don't know what you'll pick next, but I'm like I'm torn between that and for my first like that. And well, hold on one second. Okay. Don't say your next one because I, I have an idea about this this one. So finish your thought on Guardians. Well, because because we'll, it's we'll like on that. one on one hand it's like Guardians like which this is a subjective versus objective. Mm -hmm. I feel like I should have said something else as my objective, but my subjective is like Guardians because I just love the Guardians. Sure. So. And, and really, but on the flip side, I feel because that's the thing. It's like they're really, unless if you start to quote all the stuff, there's not much to say about that. I Guardians is good. Yeah. Go well, on. and and this is what I'm thinking because we. I think that the best thing to do, because mm -hmm. we're, we're running real long on this one, yes. is instead, I, I want to I see, I want to just ask what everybody would pick if they were going around one more time and they had a second guess, so a second pick, because I have a feeling it's going to be the same. Yeah. Um, and maybe we'll vote on it and whatever gets the most votes is that someone will do. Okay. What was your, what was the one you were going to pick? A Black Panther. Skylar? Uh, it probably would have been Black Panther. My second pick was Ragnarok, so we... Okay, well, what would have been if, uh, other than what we've... Yeah, like if you... What, from what's that. left? Oh, aside from Ragnarok? Mm -hmm. I mean, there's not, there isn't, there isn't another one. Like, yeah. I, 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 I honestly can't uh, pick just because I'm like... You like them all kind of equally? Well, no. You dislike them all equally? You like you kind like black, black you didn't like Black Panther. I like Black Panther. Okay, I well, don't love Black Panther. All right, well, like here's so I do love Black Panther. So I guess that's what we're talking about here. And and, re and briefly, I do want to say because there's moments Ant Man and the Wasp. I love that they brought in Hope. Um, I love the character of yeah. That, of, I enjoyed that more than I was anticipating. Yeah, and I I, I the character of Scott Lang I do think is mm. a a wonderful addition to the team. It kind of felt like a Disney movie. Yeah, it did. Yeah. Um, but I love Scott Lang. Right. Uh, I love the, I, mean, I, I really love the I really love the first Ant Man. Like a Disney like channel movie. Yeah, I hear you. Yeah. <laughs> I hear I hear you. But I like Scott Lang. And I like Ant Man. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I also by the way, I also really like Hank Pym and mm -hmm. Michael Douglas. Mm -hmm. Um but uh, there's other things like I do like we've talked a little bit about Spider Man Homecoming being in, in you know, kind of like a John Hughes film, Captain Marvel. Uh, I think my favorite part about that is the whole idea that it's like you know he has a, we're humans and that's what causes us to keep getting up, which is mm -hmm. really cool. I like that. Um, but for me, it's Black Panther, and that was going to be. I was really torn. I'm thankful that we did it this way because I was really torn between talking about Thor Ragnarok or uh, Black Panther because they're very close for very different reasons. Mm -hmm. um, I like Black Panther because. For one, I love T'Challa. Um, I really like this idea, again, of responsibility and kind of um, looking out for, not just, for, for lo really looking out for your, our species mm -hmm. as humans. Um, and it starts with kind of his own, like, this, his, his literal family, 
when his cousin comes to visit him or whatever, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And the whole idea is like, you don't understand how bad we've had it as African-Americans over here mm-hmm. in America. And he is militant and aggressive. And I, him, uh, Killmonger is, first of all, probably my favorite villain in the entire Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah, he's cool. But Killmonger and uh, the Vulture are two characters who I really love because I feel like they both, and Thanos, of course, but I feel like I, I understand, those two in particular, I feel like I understand their plight on mm-hmm. a level. Um, but they have gone such a negative route to achieve well, their specific, goal. Yeah, and specifically with Black Panther and uh, Killmonger, like or Black Panther, the story of it, it's like the idea of like responsibility of like power. Like you have That's these two powerful saying. men who have causes that are correct. So it's like, check, powerful men, check. Good causes, check. Uh, way they go about it. That's where Totally the, opposite right. ways, and it works. And I love yeah. that, that T'Challa understands that Kill, Eric Killmonger has a point. Yeah, right. And he realizes, like, how many films are like that? That because of the villain, I realize that I need to change the way I deal with things. Mm-hmm. And I think that this is the greatest strength about Black Panther. Um, is that it, it does uh, it does an excellent job bringing merging uh, conflicting ideologies specifically between a, a protagonist and an antagonist mm-hmm. and resulting in a change throughout the world and I, I love that he sees that specifically in his family and then he sees that is the plight of African Americans mm-hmm. um, and then he sees that and in a larger scale he sees that I think is the world right. and being like we're being self we are being um and again it's funny you talked about uh arrogance for Stephen strange and uh selfishness for tony stark i think that for this i think it's it is um a kind of uh i think it's a kind of avarice or because uh, greed is i i i don't know if that's the right word mm-hmm. but it's this it's this um desire to be I guess conservative in terms of your resources and abilities yeah and not wanting to kind of because it could affect you know Wakanda's thriving but what is everybody else doing mm-hmm. and that's a fantastic mm-hmm. that's a fantastic moral right Caleb you've just been nodding yeah. you agree with these things yeah for the most part yeah you're not crazy about it though no what um, didn't you like about it is it because of the hype? Is it because of the hype it got? Do you think the hype definitely plays a big part of it? Um, I, and I can completely understand where people are coming from. Mm-hmm. I, I don't even not like Killmonger as a villain. I don't not like him. Oh, you're gonna hurt me. But I, I don't think he's a great villain. Um, um I, I also, yeah, I, I'm not. If so, I, I think he is a great villain. On the flip side, he also super cliche. Like he's super like, oh, I'm the best. Is he? Yeah, I could say like I think his execution could have been a little bit more like serious because like seeing as he is so brooding, like he does come off as like a little too. Thank you. That's completely agree with that. Yes, that's exactly. He should have been a little bit more like Magneto almost. Right. He's very yes, yes, but he's not very cartoony. Like he was very like. I guess I don't know. I'm the foul man. Go burn it all. 
burn it all. <laughs> yeah. I I guess like, I, dude, I like why, why like if they could have if they made him a little bit more like also a man like that doesn't get as far as he is like being yelling all the time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he should have been if they could have given him a little bit more of like a like focus and like drive. I guess that, I like, hear you, but drive. he's 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 angry. I hear yeah, you. Yeah, but like they could have. I mean, obviously, with the talent of like uh, Michael B. Jordan. Yeah, like he he could have played that better. He could have played that better. And not, I I think he played it how they wanted him to. But that's the problem. Like, yeah, he's very cartoony. Yeah. Uh, well, I and that was one of that's one of the first big roles I I saw Michael B. Jordan in. Yeah. And so then when I saw him in Creed, sure, oh, I was gosh. like, oh, this is yeah. way better. Night and day. Yeah. Yeah. So no, he's so, very good. You, yeah. still, you haven't seen Fruit, Fruitville Station, right? Mm-mm. That's the same director as both of those films, and you should definitely check that out. Okay, yeah. Um, but anyways, okay, I hear you. Burn it all. Yeah. No, well, no we're, gonna, we're gonna disagree here, but that's okay. Yeah. Well, I, like, I, I, we, I we, I'm, I'm with you though. Funny enough. But... Oh, you are. But, but it was. Well, it, I, I do like him, but I do. Agree. You see the point. And I, and I guess like, I they could have made like they could have like, made him a little bit more brooding rather than like. Yeah, that's my only problem with him. Is like I think he like be... Eric is very mad. Yeah. and angry but it's like he's like focused well plus yeah like the fact that come on like a military Eric. ex-military mm-hmm. and stuff like it just like you feel like he would be a little bit more controlled controlled yeah, yeah. Like, disciplined as just feels and seems very reckless and, and well and i should say this and in iron man 3 i think one of my uh, the older i've I, i've gotten the more i really do appreciate um healthy and constructive disagreements mm-hmm. I think it's really interesting that you guys have different perspectives especially especially since we've all all four of us have come from the same family mm-hmm. so it's nice to mm-hmm. see that it's not a bunch of cookie cutters um, and so in terms of, of landing this ship um, I know we talked about potentially doing some uh, talk about in game and I just don't think that we have the time or energy right now um, getting the general ener- uh, reading the general energy of the room and that's something that I really want to do justice to. Um, so perhaps we'll, we'll do an episode on that down the line um, because I do think that there's some uh, really interesting and, and truly excellent ways that it, it kind of wraps up stories and ties up loose ends. But one last thing that I would like to maybe ask, because um, I know we've talked about how uh, the MCU has helped us in terms of functioning for one for the fact of you know the enjoyment of it you know like i said i love uh i I really do love i've loved going to see every marvel movie for like three separate reasons because i love seeing what the film is itself i love seeing what it kind of teases for what's next and i love seeing it in terms of what it means to everything else surrounding it and so these have they really have been some of my favorite movie going experiences ever Uh, and um, I'm very thankful for that and I know that we all are and I know that that's one area where it's really helped us but I wanted to ask if there was something that you've really gotten from uh, your character for this for, for this series and so also, a, up to yeah. date before, before Endgame like what is really connected with you well where I'm concerned you know it's something where with these movies it's not really a like I said earlier, I'm like, I don't think that there's a character that I resonate with on a super deep level. In terms of relatability. Relatability, right. And um, 
but that doesn't mean I haven't gotten really deep things. I feel like that these movies in the last, what, 10, 11 years, right, right. it's been, have helped me, um, have helped me with my relationships with friends who I view with these characters, you know what I mean? Like, honestly, a lot of ways, I'm like, you know, see, I see Steve and you and you and Steve, and I see... Right. Um, specifically Josh Newcomb with Iron Man mm-hmm. that's been I would say that's the biggest one that 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 would like was huge with me and Newcomb's relationship on levels um just fascinating that's as you know the MCU would do that you know for me so I think that even with the Avengers being who they are and whatnot they a lot of the idea is to coexist you know yeah. um with other people that are as strong or stronger or not as strong as you Right, right, and it's like that's a fascinating thing to. It's a big um, world with lots of personalities. Right, and it's in ones that you have to like coexist with, and and so, um, and you're better off learning about them, and and so, yeah, I mean, I think that it's been huge in that way, but with yeah, I mean, that's your big takeaway. Yeah, that's I appreciate best that. from all of them, but yeah, uh, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I really kind of just agree with that. Yeah, like I don't think that. I don't think personally that there's really any character that I would really relate with. Um, Takeaways like big themes from yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like, like it's, it, it's a little tough, um, but I think it's yeah. I do think it's very good for that. Yeah, in terms of like you mean uh, functioning together, coexisting. Yeah. Yeah. I personally relate with Thanos, probably. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. yeah definitely just kind of feel like we just got to get it he all. He found his plight very, very relatable. Yeah. Well, it was interesting because I really saw him as the hero. Um, but well, Yeah, actually, I would like to go back and I relate with Maul. With, with Ebony Maul, yeah, yeah. yeah. From Infinity War. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. His passion. <laughs> like, really like, yeah. yeah. He's very motivated. Yeah. Really. No, um, yeah. I also don't think that I, there's no character specifically that I like deeply uh that like i deeply resonate with or anything either i think it's more so just like what i get from these movies aside from enjoyment and a Mm -hmm. good time is uh just like the little lessons that are in all of them you know goes same goes for any any bit of marvel material that you consume you know yeah but um yeah yeah just like the little things that stand out to me like like with that you know with dr strange with the ancient one and you know about rising above your demons and stuff like that yeah seeing beyond yourself mm-hmm. well and that's the thing i mean i just think that it's it's uh these movies if nothing else have been so good to i mean i've, I've kind of said this so forgive me but not re- i mean in wrapping it up i think it's something where I think that you grow like we've grown up in a big fringe group and you've already gotten that from this podcast if nothing else I feel like in this day and age for whatever reason it like relationships aren't that serious like you should really just worry about you you're four and no more right and you're four you know you should you decide who that is and it's like no it's I, I, I love the fact with the Avengers it's like it's so important to have a community of people that you rely on and they rely on you and it's like there's a level of accountability that plays out when right. you are part of a community. It's not good to be a lone wolf. It's not good to uh, be so goal-oriented that like you don't have any friendships and that's who you are. That's what you're about. It's like, okay, but that's 
comes at a cost and and these movies if nothing else I'm like that's what they've been I mean these movies have been like um, and that's what superheroes are in general I love superheroes for that reason is like the you know they're made better and stronger through their um, relationships and that's humans and that's life and that's important yeah. but that being said the biggest question is to you seeing as you you know what have you gotten from these um well first of all i, I love what you guys said because uh i, I think that it's really cool to see this as a, a, a you know I, there's a there's a line in um and it's in the trailers for in game or yeah in game so don't you know against me that I'm saying it but I, they say you know if, if we can't what is it, if we can't protect the world you can be damn sure we'll avenge it yeah and I love I love that um, uh, that's as much as I'll say about Endgame but I, I love this idea that, that we're going to step out and we're going to we're going to carry the burden mm-hmm. for the world and we're going to do it together mm-hmm. and I, I like that Again, I, I love what you guys said about working together because as much as it is, yes, about these people who save the world and everything, it really is, like you said, it's about people. Yeah. Um, we had a conversation with Watson, uh, Watson of Training Day, episode, the Training Day episode, that, that where recently, because he has a hard time with, he has a hard time with superheroes and he has a hard time with fantasy. Um, mm-hmm. Lord of the Rings is a uh, uh, famous example for him. And I think that, but he was talking about, you know, in this film, and I, I told him, like, what's really cool, and what I really love about these sorts of things, and fiction in general, is that, for one, it, 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 it equips you with a higher sense of empathy. And um, I think I just, I, I can't remember if I've re- mentioned it here before or not, but I read an, uh, a study recently that said that people who read um, fiction uh, have higher levels of empathy. And I think that that makes total sense. And I think that that happens for good film as well if you're, you know, able to connect to it. And I think that it's really interesting to be able to see the people that you love and care about and see traits of them in these characters in a situation that they'll never find themselves in. It helps me. I, I understand and relate with Batman more because of because I understand how you connect to him. Mm-hmm. And when I read that, I understand you more. Sure. And I appreciate that because I'll probably never see you donning a mask and fighting, you know... Uh, crazed you know maniac well, um, so sure, yeah. <laughs> but but I and I probably will never see Josh Newcomb fighting an alien army and you won't see me fighting an alien army unless right. things take a, a, a real wild turn yeah and I think that um, I think it's really cool to be able to to connect to the people that you love and I guess into yourself as well you know to be able to see those elements and specifically for me as it pertains to these films uh, I said this earlier but when Captain America said you know when Steve Rogers said uh, for as long as I remember I've always wanted to do what was right and I'm not even sure what that is anymore um, that's something that I really connect with uh, mm-hmm. in the world especially in the world as it continues to change and you know you grow up uh, with this certain set of principles and then you grow up and more and more you hear conflicting um, thought processes and ideologies and I think that trying to really do what's right in, in a very morally gray world. Yeah. When Cap came from, especially when you think of, you know, he came from like the 40s and 50s where it's like things were clear, more clear cut. Mm-hmm. And he's seeing more and more of the gray. Mm-hmm. And I really think that it's interesting, and, and even as it pertains to his allies, I think it's interesting to, to watch this character who has a sense of rigidity to him and, and really a, a strong moral compass that I think... Um, 
I mean, really defines him. And uh, that I think that it is, is difficult for him to shake. And it's it can be very hard when you have that strong of uh, uh, this this sense of, of what you believe is right and wrong to, to navigate through it, especially when you are faced with contradicting um, ideologies. Yeah. And really, that is the piece that I connect to yeah. in what you guys have already said, yeah. which is a lot of different people, a lot of different personalities, all trying to work together to a common good. Well, and I think that the bottom, and, and yeah, I absolutely agree with that. And then ending, uh, you know, it's something where it's like we as people and humans and friends and brothers and cousins and, you know, right. we're all that. It's like we're such complicated uh creatures you know what i mean and it's like we don't even understand ourselves fully so it's very important to see like ex- like exaggerated uh portrayals portrayals yeah. in storytelling and that's why i think stories you know i think that's why this stuff means i mean it's it's all fun in games when it's like action but it's like you know you, you there's there's just got to be a reason why you watch a character and you, you relate with them, and and the, but then you relate with this character, and then he relates with that character, and then we can see them in each it's other. It's fascinating, you know? right? Because exactly. even you know, even with Captain America, it's interesting because yeah. I don't see myself as, I mean, I don't see myself as. I think Captain, I think Steve Rogers is an incredibly good man. Yeah, and that's not day to day how I experience myself. No, but I know I that know. I desire to. To to be. Yeah. Um, and so I think that that's what that plays up is it plays up those ideas. Yeah. That I that I strive for. Well, and that's the thing. It's almost like a cheat, cheat sheet with people getting into fiction and get or getting into stories and stuff like that. I'm not just saying this. Like, it's helped me a lot. Trying to understand Tony more has helped me in trying to understand Newcomb. And same thing with uh, Steve, where you're concerned, Sean, and and you know, so on and so forth. It's like these, uh, you know, funny. And a great example is like diving. We've done the Spider-Man podcasts and whatnot. In the, with the movie that came out, the uh, Spider-Verse, diving into Spider-Man again has like give me, given me more sympathy towards like kids. Mm-hmm. And it's fascinating. teenagers? Teenagers, Oh, yeah. Seth, me too. And the, and the stuff that they're going through. And yeah. I'm like, it, it's... We it, talked about that in that one because I we're, we're so much older than that now. We don't connect to... Yeah, we but, can connect to trying to protect your family like he does. Yeah. But we it's more difficult to connect to, oh, that girl didn't look at me and yeah. I, really, I was really hoping she would like yeah that's like a joke to me now especially yeah and when you watch that you have yeah. more empathy for it and that's what i mean and it's just so important but it's like uh, yeah i i think that we're very complicated creatures and i think that we're very um we don't even understand ourselves so it's like this this you know uh watching these things get portrayed on film and whatnot and like being able to relate with them and being able to uh see other people in them and whatnot like betters our relationships with each other and that's important because life's all about relationships and if you want to argue that you can try but you're gonna like fall flat you know right so yeah they've done a good job building that and god bless you stanley yeah we love you and 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 i guess love you stanley (laughs) i guess that'll do it for us um for anybody who's listening, I, I, I apologize a little bit if some of this has been a little bit messy. We're, you know, uh, we're trying to, especially for this one, you know, there's a lot to cover and we're really trying to find our ground uh-huh. um, in it. And and we're trying to, you know, I, I really want to, wanted to hear from all of you and your own perspectives. And I'm really interested in anybody's perspective who listened to this. So Absolutely. Um, I say that to say 
let's build them up. Let's build them up. No, but let's I, build I, up I Avengers. More. I, yeah, but I, I say I hear that, uh, but and that's what the, I guess that this is a reflection of that. Yeah, is there's a lot of it's it's a big world and finding well, a place in it and trying to and yeah. trying to look out for other people and and impart some sort of uh, greater meaning to them, which is really at the end of the day what I hope this podcast does. Yeah, is helps people connect to greater meaning. Absolutely. Means. So on that note, we're gonna do in game, are we? Maybe sometime. <laughs> we may yeah. do an in game pod uh, podcast. Uh, yeah. Don't hold us to it, but it, yeah, spoil. It's completely spoiler heavy. Yeah. Um. But yeah, for now we got to end this one. So I'm sorry. I'll yeah. see you guys later. Yeah. Thank you all. Bye. 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 Punisher vs. Thanos. Cosmic Ghost Rider. Please.